Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Ring Crew Radio. I'm the high flyer, Frank Cliff, always coming off the top rope. I'm joined by my co-host, Nikki Kayfabe, the most hated man in the IWC, and the arbiter of professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole. We are episode 73, and it's Shitty Christmas, part two. Part two. <laughs> if you thought the first one was bad, folks, <laughs> you're in for a fucking trip. Didn't a lot of people listen to the first one? Yo, that Christmas episode, that got some fucking steam, man. People wanted to see what shit we possibly got each other, and it's almost impossible to top last year, but we're going to try. We're going to try. I think I did I think I did well. So, our, our arbiter, that. our local arbiter has already warned us. He's told us he put no effort. He didn't even wrap the gifts. Oh my god. You know, that's a liquor bottle, folks. He ain't fucking around. <laughs> that's into a solo cup. And he's got a high noon to chase it. What a it's legend. Flowing like wine here at Ring Crew Central. What are we doing after this? We're going to go out. We're going to get fucked up. We're going to go hang out with some of the fans I heard. I think we're going to get so fucked up here. That we don't make it. I'd like that. I'm fine with I'm that. Never, I'm never not okay with leaving the house. I don't know about you guys. I would like to start doing stuff to hang out with some fans, you know? Maybe do some conventions, some cons. Ah, fuck no. Our fans are <laughs> weird. I don't want them anywhere near me. <laughs> Maybe like Wrestling Universe will have us at the store one day. Yeah, okay. We'd have to pay them. <laughs> Any person that values our opinion is not the type of person who I'd want to be around. Well, I mean, we're gonna imagine listening to Nikki Kayfabe. Imagine saying I listen to this guy Kayfabe. He, he gives me insight. <laughs> imagine <laughs> that he really that word. he really seems to have his finger on the pulse. Oh boy, yeah, he's got They're his. They're not wrong. He's got his finger up something. Let me I've tell been you. trying to. I've been vying for a job in the industry for a long time. You had a job. You were the best damn ring bell operator when we had one. When we had one, yes. And I was the music man too. You never missed a beat. I'm not going to bring you up. And I was supposed to take I'm, a bump. I'm but. not going to bring you up as the music man because we all know what happened when that was going on. It was everyone else's fault. Uh, come on. Who was going to bump you? Uh, the bear. Oh, the really? same guy yeah. that's facing Hook? Yes, that guy. Oh, shit. Small yeah. world. Well, um, TT took it. I know. We couldn't. I couldn't come off the table. I, know. I didn't want to take that shit either, so. I would have died. K-Fabes. Did he go to a table or he went to a chair? Two chairs. Two chairs. You know, good on him for doing that. I wouldn't have done that. No, I wouldn't have either. (laughs) K-Fabes. You would have died. Let's be real. I would have. I would have died. Your body would have disintegrated. You're like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. K-Fabes, you're very frail. Oh, it would have been. I I know. You would have been out for six months after that. You would have been walking around with a back brace. (laughs) (laughs) You look like Pitbull number two in ECW when he fucking broke his neck. Doing the music in a neck brace. Oh, my. You would have looked like such shit. God damn. And it would have been a real one, too. Well, before I start, cheers, fellas. Yes. Hey, happy holidays. Merry New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. What is it? And happy Chanuka <laughs> to everybody. Uh, hold on. Stall for a little. I'm going to take a shot here. <sighs> You're going to take a shot? Oh, look at K-Fabes putting it down. My God. It is good, folks. Ring Crew Radio brought to you today by Screwball Peanut butter whiskey. And chased by one high noon. Consumer's Choice it, Award 2020 SIP Awards. I can tell you guys something, and this ain't an ad because they don't pay a shit. High noon, best seltzer in the game with alcohol in it. Yeah. I think by far. There's a new one, actually, I had. Um, 
Bud Light does it, a new one. Bud not, Seltzer? No, it's not Bud Seltzer. It's Bud Light makes it. I forgot the name of it, though, so that doesn't really help. But Oh, typical kayfabe. Half a fucking answer. It was actually not bad. <laughs> okay. It was actually not bad. Is it comparable to High Noon, though? Because High Noon, I got to say, it's the best one that doesn't have like that alcohol yeah, bite. Yeah. It's got the fruit juice. No, it's High Noon is top notch. It's so much better than White Claw. Not even so close, much better folks. than that fucking Ga- Gordon Ramsay garbage. That Gordon Ramsay garbage. We we got Hell's Chicken Selt uh, Hell's Chicken Hell's Kitchen seltzers last awful. week. PJ, awful. I get all really? excited. They just made them weird. Yeah, it, it was, was like gross. ginger snap, ass crack, and fucking <laughs> yeah, sweat socks. Weird fucking. A- weird. Then the next fucking flavor was like cheese balls, <laughs> ass hairs, and fucking cherries. <laughs> like it didn't make any. It was the al- sense. it was the alcoholic version of Bean Boozled. Bro, don't let me start on those fucking it jelly like beans. Something you'll find in a Harry Potter thing. Did I ever tell you about jelly beans growing up? Anytime <laughs> I can't say that you have, but I'll bite. Go anytime ahead. one of these motherfuckers got me these damn jelly beans, because they think it's a game. The jelly bean creators, oh, we could just put some weird fucking shit in there. And they're gonna <laughs> eat it anyway. Je- there are some really good toasted marshmallows. Probably my shut favorite. the fuck up. <laughs> so I get the jelly beans, and I'm sitting there, and the first one tastes like ass crack. The third one tastes like ass crack. The sixth one, little did I know, they got me a bag of nothing but shitty flavors. <laughs> I said, this is just pure evil. You look like a fucking jelly bean. Nah. <laughs> I, I'd give myself Twinkie. <laughs> well, gentlemen, you did something over the weekend. No, we didn't do something. That I was not able to do. Yeah. What's that? You went to the movie theater? Oh, that. The theater. Yeah. You went to the theater? What an experience now, by the way, folks. If you haven't been, there's reclining chairs. I didn't go to that one. They bring food to you. Which it's one did you go full to? full service deal. I went to Manhattan. I don't know the exact spot. T-Dog took me there, but shit. That place was great. Lower? Yeah. Huh. I think so. I don't know. I don't know the city at all. You could take me if you want to kidnap the high flyer, folks. <laughs> you take me to the city where there's no fucking noticeable Empire State Building or Freedom Tower. You just I'm look fucked. up, you'll find it. Well, that's true. Too. Yeah, but it's like the North Star. It could be yeah. eight miles yeah, away. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it fuck? looks close, but it's fucking really far. Yeah, but I don't know the city from my. Ass. I don't know my ass crack from my elbow in the city. So you saw Spider Man. I was blown away. Yeah. Now one one question. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. No spoilers, because not macho, everybody saw it. If Macho Man Randy Savage were still alive, <laughs> would we have seen the return of Bonesaw? It's a possibility. It's really possible. It's I, really I don't think so. I don't think so, but... There was not many people missing... I'm going to say no. ...from those movies. I'm going to say no. Did they have a moment where J. Jonah Jameson met his other version? No. No. That's the only thing that has continuum, in, which is interesting, because they couldn't really... I don't want to spoil it too much. It's very hard to talk about these things without spoiling them. But right. it, that was the one thing that was probably not addressed, and you pointed it right out to me. I forgot that he was in the original, too. Completely forgot. Yeah, he was. Was he in the second version, too, Fabes? I know you've seen those. I've never actually seen I don't think them. J. Jonah Jameson was in the No, the I, I, saw the, the I saw the first, second one. They should have kept him, though. I didn't see the last. You're he not going to get a better J. Jonah Jameson than J.K. Simmons. He's tremendous. He was in this one. I know. Oh, yeah. He's tremendous. I told you, I can't get past seeing, after I saw fucking Oz, it's very hard to look at J. Jonah Jameson the same way. Very hard to look at him do anything. J.K. Simmons is really rejuvenated. Get over here, Prague. He's he's very good. A Prague. What does he say? Prague. Prague. What does that mean? Is that an offensive thing? Are we going to get bleeped? Yeah, I think it's a combination of prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Sorry, folks. I didn't know. I didn't know. Prague. Jesus. What a fucking show that was. But anyway, Spider-Man, great, great kayfabe, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I saw it. Can't recommend it enough to the people. I honestly thought they bit off way more than they could show. I said, how the fuck are you going to make a continuum out of three storylines that in no way intersect? Because most of these movies, they go down different routes. 
You know, the Amazing Spider-Man was more of the Sinister Six. The original Spider-Man was just the the famous villains that they could make the most money off of. And the third one's been anyone they could really tie into the MCU. But in this case, they really did a great job all around. The, The only thing I can complain about with this, DC movies. When you watch a fight scene in any of these DC movies, except for probably Man of Steel because they were ridiculous, you could actually see what's going on. These Marvel movies, they move so fucking quick during these fight scenes. Yeah. I can't I, make I, out I, who's I, getting their ass kicked. I had a good idea. I think I, I don't think it was that. There, there are some where it's really egregious, but uh, well, I don't think it was that when bad. When you have... You, you have noticeable characters, that's why. Right. That you could see who's getting beat up, I think. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was bad. That's true. But... The Matrix, though, I'm in the middle of that right now. How's it With going? With my fucking boy. I love him. Mateen? Oh, no, Keanu. I love Keanu. Was his name actually Mateen? Did you look it no, up? No, I didn't him? look it up. Guy that was in The Watchmen. He was tremendous, PJ. But so far, it's good. I think, uh, I feel like they're going to do try to zip off a few more movies after this one, but. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> Let's squeeze that lemon dry, yeah, baby. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. My one issue with Spider Man was always I didn't like that Green Goblin was his main adversary. It's not. It didn't work. Yes, he is. That's his, that's his arch enemy, is the Green Goblin. You don't feel it's Venom? It doesn't matter how I feel. It's the Green Goblin. He is his arch enemy. I, I don't know. In movies, it... In you could keep saying... It's not a debate. Joker okay, so is who's, Batman's arch enemy. No, but that's a clear cut. Batman so is always Green Goblin. I, I, it is I clear cut. I wouldn't have agreed with you. I would not I'm agree not, with you I at all. No. As 90 kids who There's grew up nothing, watching animated Spider-Man, it's fucking Venom. It's always nothing, been Venom. I would say Venom. There yeah. is nothing to agree to. It is You're, what it is. You might be right, but I, I would say I would it, lean to Venom. No. I don't feel that way even with most of the Marvel characters. I feel like they constantly switch it up as opposed to DC where it was always obvious that Joker was the what about the ending of spider-man that cutscene? oh i guess they're going that route now. oh yeah we're getting him in the mcu and that's yeah. going to be interesting he's shit. A tremendous actor one of my favorites <sighs> and what are, he's so I, good. i'm not crazy about these venom movies i like i don't them. care about the venom movies him as as a whole oh well i mean him he had one of the most underrated performances of all time i feel people love making fun of bane like that wasn't one of the be- like if Heath Ledger doesn't do the Joker as good as he does in the yeah. movie previous, people would be talking well, about the, him as Bane the man more. My, the man to my left has said, this, has said it in the past. Bane was tremendous in that movie. He was pure fucking evil. Pure he, evil. He said it. He said he, you weren't a huge fan of uh, Rises. And then after the fact, you said, you know what? Watching this again. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly I, I know, right. I know you said that. I, I didn't like it when I first saw it, but I, I went back and watched it again and again. started to grow on me. And yes, mostly because of Bane. He did, they, he's a one-line machine. Perfect. Every line he says is memorable. And I always thought, when I, re- I remember when I watched the trailer today, I was like, there's no way this is going to be a good Bane. Because when you think of Bane, he's over fucking, he's seven feet tall. Think he's, of a luchador. I think of kind of like the great Kali with muscles. He's just enormous. Yeah. And he's got these veins Well, look how they did him, him in, uh, what was it, Batman? Uh, he looked ridiculous. Yeah, but that's how he which, should look, technically, if you're going by what the comics depict. But I well, think he was no, spot on. Nolan made his movies a little more grounded. Realistic, reality, yeah. Right? So they made him a fucking that's Ara- probably, an Arabian terrorist. I hate to say <laughs> that. That's also why he's probably people's, that, that trilogy is people's, most it's, people's it's favorite best, yes. uh, superhero movies because yes. ultra realistic. Well, the second one, I mean, is just a cult classic, and 
arguably could be one of the... I don't know if I'm going to put it as the best, because I've heard things about this MCU that I now have to go back and watch a bunch of no, shit I, I, think Dark, I think The Dark Knight will go down as the best superhero movie ever made. Yes, I, could I, also be the most comically accurate, too. From what I've seen in, in the superhero realm, and it's a fair share, I'm not one of these crazy ones, right. but I, that movie was... It's, I could sit down and watch I that movie I saw a funny meme about it. It's again. a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. More than just being a good comic book movie. That's yeah. true. It's almost like The Godfather, in a way. Like, I, I get major... Because like it's like one part crime drama. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an all-crime drama. Maybe that's the whole thing. It's just a crime drama. Yeah. It's just different. And the acting is just... I mean, obviously, uh, well, tremendous. Yeah. I saw a funny meme about that movie, actually. Not you guys bringing up. Someone was like, yeah, I'm supposed to believe Bruce Wayne's going to go fucking drive into a bomb for Maggie Gyllenhaal's yeah. average ass. <laughs> I was fucking rolling. Uh, Batman never got some good bitches in there, though, except for Catwoman. Catwoman, they always make look good. And Hathaway. I just said Catwoman. Well, Halle Berry played Catwoman. She didn't Katie play Holmes. real Catwoman. That was a delusional Catwoman. Katie Holmes doesn't do it for me. At all. I think she's cute. I like her. Cute. I don't know. She looks... She, Katie Holmes is yeah. weird. It's also because you know that she's fucking Tom Cruise, so you know something's wrong. Well, not anymore. She used to be. Used They're not to together be. no more? No, she's no. with Jamie Foxx now, I believe. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, that's yep. preposterous. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> that's interesting. So she went from fucking, uh, fucking Mission Impossible to Electro yeah. and Ray. You haven't seen Collateral? They're both in it, actually. What oh, is collateral? Good They're both call. in it. Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. One's a taxi driver. Yeah, and Tom Ship Cruise is a hitman. Yeah. Great movie. Never seen it. Very good. As I said, I'm not a movie buff at all. I know comic book movies. That's about it. That's funny. They're both in that. Clicking that now. I just like yeah. collateral. Well, all right, gentlemen. You ready to talk some razzling? No. No, he We have to, to talk about something. a war. Yeah. Must last, we? Last week, I warned the people. I warned Kayfabe. I begged him. I said, Kayfabe, don't talk all this shit. You know what's going to happen. My fantasy team. I knew I was going to put it in his ass. <laughs> but the way, I, uh, the way I beat him is just so mythological. It's so slow. It's so painful. He <laughs> was, was, was trying to get to him. methodical. It, that know. was the word. I'm, I'm half a noon deep. I'm done. <laughs> it was tough. So to tell the story. Quick. We'll tell it quick. The NFL got stretched over four days. Uh, actually, no, even more. Seven days, basically, right? No, six days? What, yeah. Whatever the fuck it was. Thursday to Tuesday. Thursday to Tuesday. There you go. Five days. I really can not a math major at all. Mm-hmm. And week uh, Thursday, I have Travis Kelsey. He goes off. I have 45. K Fabes is already shitting himself. He's texting me. Go fuck yourself. You beat me. Whatever. <laughs> I said good game. I changed my, ne- my team name to good game, Frank. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is known hex. Which is illegal in, in our league because it's a known hex. It's a known hex. If you congratulate someone when they're up big, you they lose. They it's, lose. It's magical. Yep. Known hex. It's crazy how it works. So, and then Sunday turned around. Oh, no. Before that. One of my best receivers goes on the COVID list. Yeah, Mr. Jalen Waddle gets the gets the vid, and I'm sitting there salivating. I said, "Oh my!" And and see, I have three players on the Cardinals. They're going up against the Lions. The Lions have one win all year. They've been brutal, especially if you're cheering for them. I'm sure. And I'm sitting there saying, "I got a cakewalk." Then one o'clock happens, and about one thirty, I check the score for the first time. I'm like, "Ah, my guys ain't really doing shit. This ain't good." <laughs> And then by about 3 o'clock, I'm sweating big. I'm sweating big because these guys aren't performing. And K-Fabes is scoring on the other side. And I'm sitting there saying, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I am going to choke away a game where I should have probably scored 180 points. I'm going to score 70. Yeah. And he's going to easily waltz into a title. Yep. And then reality no. struck. Then Monday night happens. Wait, Sunday night happens. You have Godwin. I have Edwins. Oh, Godwins yeah. is getting all the love. Yep. He's getting all the catches. 
goes down with an MCL injury, and I'm sitting there, and I don't like to cheer for people getting hurt, but Taz, I was fucking yesing like Daniel Bryan and Mady. Taz's baby. knee. Taz's knee. I have the other receiver on the team. You think, oh, he's going to get all the work. Catches one pass, goes to the IR too. Gets goes out with a hamstring injury. Insane. So this this match is a, this is a chess match at this point of just watching people die. We then get to Monday night. What happens, Kayfabe? Because I was in Spider-Man. You watched it better than me. You were texting people nervous. I Mon- know that. Monday night, I had the quarterback at the 5 o'clock game, Oof. Derek Carr. Piece of shit. He stinks. He's one of the worst people I've ever watched play. <laughs> he gets me 10 fantasy points, right? So I'm thinking I'm, I'm fucked now. I needed him to be good. Quarterbacks on average probably around 18 to 18 20 18 to reference. 20, whatever. Frank still has his quarterback left. The last guy he has left. Now, mind you, my quarterback's going against a team who lost their entire secondary to COVID. He's facing practice backups. Yep. Okay. So Kirk, if, one Kirk Cousins. So if Frank's guy got like 20 points, it was over for me. I didn't, wasn't even going to worry about Tuesday. He gets 10 points. Mm-hmm. So now we go into Tuesday night. He has nobody left. I have three guys left. 30 points I need. And, and all his guys, mind you, are, are projected starters. in between 19 and 15 points. So I'm I project- should get blown out I'm by 20. I'm projected to win. Right. By 20, at least. I'm I think projected to point. win. The, mm-hmm. the Redskins game starts. I have the Redskins running back, Antonio Gibson. He scores a touchdown. Cuts it to 15 points. This motherfucker calls me. And he goes, good game, and hangs up. Then I was smart. What did I do after that? And K-Face? then I called him back, and he didn't answer. This so I could not get hexed again. <laughs> so I'm watching this game. It's halftime, mind oh you. Only one of the games is on TV. Which is bullshit, which by the way. Fucking Fuck ridiculous. you, NFL. So I went to our, my local uh, watering hole, and I watched <laughs> it there. That's a watering hole, all right. And I was pacing. People were coming up to me like, what you bet? I was like, I, I'm not I'm in bed. <laughs> this, is, this is more than money. Yeah, this is more. And this league, by the way, folks, if it's you think much. this is a big money league, it's this not. is for fucking peanuts. Yeah, it's $100. Everyone who's in that league that listens to the show, you're a bunch of cheap fucks. We need to ante up next year. It's pathetic. So I'm pacing, right? Mm-hmm. My, few, my guys aren't playing. Mm-hmm. One's hurt. One hurt his toe. He might not come back. One hurt his back. The backup for the Seahawks scores. I have the starter. I'm dying. <laughs> Seems like the theme of the night, huh, K-Fabes? Then I have the starter for the Rams. He barely plays. <laughs> then this is where this is where it ended for me, and this is where I'll, 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 it'll be wrapped up shortly. The, the Washington Redskins get the ball at the one-yard line, and they don't call in their starting running back to run it in. They hand it off to their backup, who scores. If, I, if he scores that touchdown, I win. Easily. I take the lead. So now the backup scores. I'm still losing. I'm losing by four points. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, the, my guys wind up getting a few catches. They get two points. I'm sweating the whole time. One game ends. So my attention goes strictly to the Redskins-Eagles. If the Redskins stop the Eagles before the two minutes. One time. One time. I get the ball back, and I probably beat him. They don't. They run the clock down to 18 seconds left. They give him the ball back. And Frank, tell them the final score. 120.68 to 118.14. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a victory for one high flyer. Go fuck DJ, yourself. K Fabes. K Fabes, K Fabes. I wish I could appreciate K-Fabes. this story more. K Fabes, look at me. Look at me. See these devastated. sunglasses are going up. Look at me in the and eyes. You know what I did to him, right? He he FaceTimes me, right? And I don't answer it. I box it. I'm drinking. I'm not happy. I text him. I say, nothing to say. I, I give him the handshake emoji. Mm-hmm. Hope you win. Right? right? So I go on the Facebook group chat that we have for fantasy, 
And this cocksucker <laughs> put a, a video up and wrote, fuck you, get out of my league. And he wrote, he directed a video towards me. I wrote not a whole a, promo on him. A whole a, promo. Not a gracious winner. No. I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. If this piece of shit won. Why are you crying? You hate football. You're a woman anyway. <laughs> well, uh, we're talking fucking football for 20 minutes. I don't give a shit about any of this. The people want to know what happened in the fantasy. Oh, people don't this care. Has they been listen for wrestling. They don't Some listen do. for. They listen for war, and this was war, and you lost because you're a terrible general. Because you bench people that shouldn't have been benched, and because yeah. you're fucking hot trash. <laughs> now get out of my league. This is my championship. I hope you cannot lose. wait. I hope you cannot lose. wait. Now we move on to wrestling, goddammit. Can we talk some goddamn wrestling? Yeah, I wish I could appreciate wish I could appreciate that story more. Start I don't know fucking dick about football. That's why you look nervous. I was like, he has no idea what's going on. Start it up. Start I it up. I don't know that. Nor do I give a shit. Well, if it's at the fucking Eagles. So we got a three count for you today, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna be a quick one, fun one, an exciting one, because we're just here to give gifts and get drunk and record it for posterity. But before we do that. that and right on cue, Nikki Kayfabes is no, kicked my, the table. I, my knee slipped out and I hit it. That was my bet. I'm sorry. Your knee slipped out? My, what my, is it, dislocated? I Shut went up. To, I went to move the chair back and my ankle fucking hit the chair. I apologize. First news and headlines. <laughs> the big news of the week, folks. We knew it was coming, I guess, at some point. Paulie has been fired. He's an island unto himself. For he now. He was fired for 40 years of service. Punched in the face by Roman Reigns, almost concertoed, which was ridiculous. He's gonna concerto Paul Heyman. Yeah. The, yeah the and po- so, I mean, it's a new ripple to this story. I can say I was talking to my friend, loyal listener of the show, Mr. Cyrus Deville, and he said something to the effect of, "You know, at least we don't know where it's going. If, I still nothing, don't know where it's nothing going. Nothing else. They have a little intrigue where everything is so easily." Wrestling's got two things. It's very easily predictable or nonsensical swerve. <laughs> You're Those right. are the two. There's, You're right. There's at, no median. At least we have a story here that doesn't seem like there's going to be a nonsensical swerve. There's some storytelling. And we don't know where it's going. At least I don't. I got two outcomes here. Mm-hmm. The last words Paul Heyman said before he got his face popped in was, I was protecting you from Brock. Right. Now, the key here is after that whole spiel happens and Brock comes down to do the save on Heyman... Roman hits him with a chair no less than nine times, I believe, and Brock just gets up like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It was less than nine, but yeah. What, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't making fun of it like you make no, fun I know. of. Brock's you know. a, an animal. And that's the point. And I think that now you're either going to go with Roman going to him and saying, I understand now what you were protecting me from, wise man. Because that's inhumane. <laughs> like, Brock is just not a, a human being after surviving that. And I think is, that was the point. The problem is they worked so much already. This isn't over. This is a swerve. I think this is a classic swerve. I think Heyman's going to act like he's on Brock's side. And then coming day one, I think the turn happens again. He goes back with, with Roman as he should. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think Roman needs him, and I don't need Brock needs him anymore. It's a crazy time. I have never thought I would say that in wrestling. Right. But I, I don't know, think either funny? of them really need him. I think he's done his work with him. He's done. Kick him out of the nest. <sighs> Do you Heyman is so valuable to he's that valuable. company. Yeah. I don't know where, though, but... We should have seen this coming, by the way, because that T-shirt came out. We knew they had to get rid of the Bloodline T-shirts. Fucking Heyman's front and center on that one. Oh, yeah. Bastards. But the red one just came out. They're such scumbags. (laughs) I'm going to have to go buy it still, and I'll never wear it because it's outdated. (laughs) Crazy. 
So I, I, I just don't know where they're going. PJ, I'll reference you back from a month ago. You got upset because you still didn't have an answer, and now we're here a month later, and we still don't have an answer. That's gripping storytelling, my friend. If you knew the answer, this wouldn't be interesting. So I made a prediction, I think, to Kevy Pretzels. Next time. Ooh, that's me that time. I'm Next sorry. time we see Brock, is he going to be shaved head, shaved beard, looking like Brock of old? No, nah, like I hope not. Bullet-headed Brock? <laughs> no, nah, I think he's gotten this over. He's gotten the suspenders over. Think about what other person could come out in a flannel shirt and suspenders and just be over. And overalls. Yeah, I forgot, not suspenders, yeah, overalls. Look, yeah, I it looks, that looks up. a little strange when he got, like, I got it. I don't know that I loved it. I mean, look, What do you mean you don't love it? He's a new, he's a, he, this is baby Brock. We're dealing with a baby Brock. This is, this is the most baby face Brock has ever been. And it's that's probably, well, he looks like he's having a blast. I mean. Because he, he doesn't care. Hey, that's a he great, just doesn't that's, care what's anymore. great about it. He's got so much money. He's so comfortable in his role. And not he's, for nothing, someone who's not getting credit in this whole storyline, Sami Zayn's done a good job with this whole thing. It sucks that he got bumped back to the mid card now, but I really thought he had a chance of getting thrown into this match to make it interesting. He sold this whole angle with everything. Getting into the match, getting screwed out of the match, Brock beating the shit out. When Brock kicks him out of the wheelchair, I yeah. think a week ago, it was hilarious. Yeah. But a lot of players in that fucking storyline, and now we're getting up to day one. We're going to see their first matchup there, and I can only I can only think, knowing the WWE, this is going to lead to three more after that, so we'll see. I, I don't see them doing it at Mania. What do you have at Mania that I, draws I, I don't think you can do it at Mania. See, my theory would be don't. if they weren't on the same brand, I could argue that both of them will be main eventing a WrestleMania because you would figure Reigns would get one feud and Brock would get the other. Those are your two biggest draws, or maybe Edge. But it's, it's, a, it's a weird place in wrestling. I don't, this is the I first just, time I have no idea where I think they're going with Mania. I don't but, foresee it at Mania. I just I just think people are going to turn on it if it happens again. The hope is is that the two characters have done so much work since... You have to remember, at that point, people were sick of Brock because he was never there. That's when the IWC started getting weak and they started crying because mm -hmm. he wasn't there. And that's when people turned on Roman because they were sick of Roman too. I think you're dealing with a point where people are more interested in them as characters. They're more invested with them. Maybe they won't turn this time. Also, I mean, me and you were there, Kayfabes. They didn't even give it a fucking chance. No. They if didn't. they would have gave that match a chance, they got the exact outcome they wanted. Yes. They wanted right. Brock to win. Yeah. They wanted Roman to bleed. They got everything they wanted, I know. I and they were that, still upset. I feel the same way about that match. I don't know why they shit on it so bad. It they didn't, didn't even, even give start. it a chance. It didn't even start. In Roman's music hit first, and that was over. Then yeah. it was just booze Because well, they the thought the Roman was going to win. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And they, they didn't want to see it. But, you know, then I think at the end, you feel a little stupid. That I, know, thought, I think I said that to you. Yeah, I, I, yeah. absolutely. We talk about, we've talked about that many times, that they just took that match over for no reason. But let's see. Let's see where we're going. What do we got next? Well, you mentioned Sami Zayn, so rumor has it. Has he re-signed? Allegedly. He That's re-signed, kayfabe, not resigned. Re-signed. Yes. Look at what are you, Chris Benoit? What was that? <laughs> I took a shot and I, I, you did the neck thing. I did the neck thing, yeah. Oh Jesus, so Sami Zayn, did he did he resign with WWE? Allegedly, we don't really have confirmation well, of any sort. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> Does he not like Sami Zayn either? No, he just he said if if I was managing him, I had a fucking mute uh, luchador. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, I used to tell him take the fucking. <laughs> Take the fucking mask off. 
be a fucking annoying heel. He didn't want to do it. He's, you know what? You know what he did when he got into Vince? He took the fucking mask <laughs> off and he became an annoying is that heel. What he, is that what he used to say about yeah. him? He said that he, I mean, he thinks that he resigned because of him and Owens being. Well, let's let's establish. Well, things. just because of how his his usage lately too. Don't don't buy what the internet says. I'm not talking about that. I was talking about his his discussion on if Sammy signed or not. But with his usage lately, you would have to imagine that he did. For the WWE to work with the W as a I mean, if you were a professional wrestler, first off, you dream of working for the WWE. AEW didn't exist 15 years ago, so you didn't dream of working there. That's number one. And if you wanted to play baseball, you wanted to play for the. In my case, it would have been the Mets. The In Yankees. most other people's case, it would have been the Yankees. Now. Go on. Growing up, I never wanted to be a fucking Yankee. Anyway, um, growing up, you want to do that shit. You're probably in his position where he's not going to be the top guy, but he's going to be a guy near the top. He's going to make more money there, obviously. I don't think he has to relocate or change anything else because of his home base and things like that. It's a, it's a no-brainer for him to stay there. And let's face facts, Sami Zayn hasn't been criminally mistreated in the WWE. I think this storyline with him and his conspiracy is milking out over a long over a long build, and there will come a point he has a world title because of it. I guarantee I, it. I would like to see that. I could see him stealing a world title. I would like to see that. Maybe a Money in the Bank thing. Something. I don't want to see the Money in the Bank. Get creative. Let's figure out a way that he could steal a rumble. He gets thrown out in the middle. Everyone forgets about him, and he throws out the baby face that everyone wanted to win. Yeah. Something that just gets him mega heat. Didn't he just do that in the SmackDown thing? Yeah, do it again. Fuck it. What's the difference? No, yeah, they're not right. going to have that. that they're, not gonna ha- they're not going to have that footage anymore because Jeff's in it. That's true. Um, Sami Zayn, good worker, though. Good guy. Good shame. <laughs> good, good, good guy. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Look what he does for. Um, he has a bunch oh, of Syria. Yeah, he does some yeah. stuff for Syria for himself. He's got some kooky political beliefs as well, but that's for another <laughs> another time and place. I think I think Sammy's a really good worker, and I wish she would have longer matches. Personally, but I feel like that's a lot of people in WWE. The matches aren't as long as as they should be. I'm glad you mentioned that, Kayfe, because mm-hmm. Frank Cliff called me over the weekend, or over the week, and he gave me a, a lashing. He says, Pat, you need to watch more of Raw. And I said, Frank, why are you doing this to me? The show's bad. It's a bad program, folks. You know it. Everyone knows it. It's a bad show. It's bad. It's not watchable. And I've been watching wrestling my whole life. And this is a terrible program. It's a labor to get. You talk about the labor of Jericho? This was the labor of Stackpole. (laughs) The labor of Jericho. Trying to get through this shit. So I said, all right, boss. I'm on it. Don't make me seem Vince. I watched it, Brian. So... Just a couple of notes. We won't go through the whole show. I won't even attempt to do that. The problem with the show, and the reason we don't watch it is because we know what the problems are. Okay, Fabe, what's the biggest problem with Raw? The singular problem. The problem that if we could fix this one problem, the show would be better weekly. The length. It's too long, folks. Yep. The show is too fucking long. I agree. Three hours is too long for anything. Three hours used to be a pay-per-view. Now it's a weekly program. They don't make three-hour yeah. movies. They don't. They don't. That's true. Then they're, they're coming close. Well, the argument would be is that movies you're made to watch in one sitting, there's commercial breaks with Raw, and probably, let's face facts, out of that three hours, what is it, an hour and hour and three quarters, we'd say, probably going to be uh, commercials at the least? Nah, they're not going to have an hour's worth of commercials, but they're going to oh, have a lot of... Oh, definitely have an hour's, an hour's worth. worth. I would argue commercial. they have more than an uh, hour. Yeah, probably. Well more than an hour. Shh. <sighs> It's what ridiculous, a, yeah. but that's what that's what the nature of the business is. See, SmackDown, even if it's shit, I could say at the end, I wish there was another half hour of this because I'm entertained, I'm looped. Raw, you're you're 100% right. But, when you get to that last hour of Raw, it's like, thank God I finally but, got here. PJ, I want to hear what you have to say about it, but 
with SmackDown, though, you're not getting wrestling on SmackDown. You're no, getting, there's no SmackDown. You're getting there's like no 20 wrestling. minutes. On Raw, you're getting matches. You are getting matches. So my argument is the WWE fan then less inclined to watch, just like you said, less inclined to watch longer matches with shittier storylines yeah. or better storylines with lesser matches. It, there's a balance. There should be a balance of both. But, I'm look, not saying either is right. The attitude era when wrestling was at its height and uh, of popularity was not known for the long matches. These were four-minute matches. These were four-minute matches. They were four-minute matches. And let's face facts. The opening of the show was Steve Austin for 20 minutes. Right. And more than likely, the ending of the show was Steve Austin in probably 15 minutes. Right. You know, that's... People... It's hard to sit there with a stop watching watch wrestling. I never understood that shit. But... Yeah, on the other the, hand, that's the nature now. No, that's because now you've had this influx of both the internet, of Dave mm -hmm. Meltzer's opinions, of many things where people now want to see wrestling that's more like. It's hard because it, yeah, it's supposed to be more sport based and more like wrestling or like a legitimate sport. But then I would argue that the company that's trying to do that looks fucking stupid doing half the shit they do anyway. It, it's hard. It's hard to make something that's that fake look that real. Japan always found a way, but this is not Japan. So the wrestling quality, I have to say, just on its own, is much better than AEW. The problem Raw has is none of these matches mean anything. It's all fucking stupid. There's no stakes. There's no stakes. Edge is the best thing on the program. I can't believe I've come around to this it's way of thinking. About fucking time you woke up. But it is what it is. He's the best thing on the program. I do like Bobby Lashley. I do like MVP. I'm not really sure a lot of the moves they're making. And I don't think they know the moves they're making either. Day by day, they spitball shit. I think it's shit. day by day. They're making it up as they go along. Well, Fine. So here's, what's, here's what stuck out to me the most of this of this whole program. What has happened, gentlemen, to Vince McMahon? What has happened to him? Have you seen him later? He's Have fucking... Seen him? His lips are blue. Oh my God. He is totally inaudible. I used, uh, to, I used to rant on this show about... He sounds about, like Jake the Snake. I used to rant on this show about Anna Pierce. And yeah. how he talks low on purpose so no one can understand him. Mm -hmm. And he was doing this for a while. I still stand by that. But Vince McMahon, this guy used to be a, a really good actor. He was good in his role. It's not even that he speaks low, though. It's it, guttural yelling. It's <sighs> Sounds like Jake. Yeah, it is terrible. And he looks weird. And like he Too was doing Botox. he was doing the Santa thing. Oh, oh. He couldn't even get a ho 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 out. I heard he dropped the, I heard he dropped a line about cutting people or firing people. So he no. said he said I love firing people, especially during the holidays. So look, he's a heel. He's a heel. He, ripped, he ribbed himself. That was yeah, a good one. Yeah, he's ribbed himself. He talked about the the pencil and the eraser that he can erase people. It's just sad. <laughs> it's sad to see him like this. I, I, he has no business on television, and if anyone is responsible for producing those segments, I saw Vince McMahon, uh, Vince Russo on Twitter said, whoever's producing Vince, you need to tell him to talk louder. We can't understand him. And I was like, you know, the broken clock is right twice a day. Vince Russo's fucking right. Someone's got to say, Vince, we don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> you do his voice way too way too well, by the way. Oh, Vince Russo? You should bro. add, bro, <laughs> thanks for inviting me to your Christmas he party. He enunciates every <laughs> word like that. <laughs> Vince reminds me, maybe you guys will get this reference. I'm not sure. I don't know you that well personally. Your grandparents, they reach a certain age. Mm. They just can't help themselves. They have to do shit no matter what it is that you tell them. We'll do it for you. We'll send somebody to do it for yeah. you. 
whatever it is, but they I just know. have to do it themselves. I know they can't help you don't, themselves. You don't. They don't want to admit that because they don't is admit right. They're getting older. Then then they fall. Or, or fucking something bad happens because they should have just had someone else do it and they can't help themselves. You had to take the Christmas tree down, didn't you, Mom? I just, I look at Vince McMahon and I look at him the same exact way. It's like you're just too stubborn to give up the company, to let other people do things. First off, to who it would go with, it's an interesting debate now. Because I saw some internet nerds writing that fucking um, Nick Khan would probably run day-to-day ops. Some idiot said Tony Khan would, not realizing that's a different guy than the fucking one that's running the WWE. I think he thought that he worked for both. (laughs) But I think when I watched this show, I could see by the booking decisions, the storyline writing, that the people in charge need to go. Outright. I've been trying for a job. Kayfabes, you're good. You can't show up here on time. Vince won't deal with you. Trust me, I'll be be writing fucking stories for days. I, the storylines, writers are going to write bullshit because they don't know wrestling. And when you have non-wrestling guys in the office like Vince, mm-hmm. as much as I hate to say that, but it is true, Vince isn't a wrestling guy. Vince is a overall production uh, entertainer. You can't say but, that but, now. But He's he, not a wrestling guy like that. He never was. Well, he, he always had guys around him that could substitute no, for him. he knew what wrestling was. He just doesn't want it to be wrestling. But he knew what wrestling was. Fine. He understood I, the business. He knew about heels and how to get heat. And Fine, but now he's you know, so office. distraught from that. He's detached it's, from it, it. it. That's the word. He's so detached from it. He's so detached from even his own ways. Yeah. I mean, it's sad to watch because I really and truly think if Hunter was fucking running day to day, it would be better. Wrestling is a very specific thing. It's a niche thing that very few people have done and done well and know how to do it. Vince has purged anyone who knows what they're doing, except for Triple H, from his inner circle. There's no one left. Patterson's mm-hmm. gone. Briscoe's gone. Cornette's gone. None. They're they're gone. Russo is gone. Russo's, I don't think he was a wrestling guy either. There were things about wrestling. No, he was an entertainment he, guy. He was yeah. an entertainment guy. That's probably why he had so much power for but so think long. But think about the best storylines in but, WWE, as weird as it was, was when you had Jim Cornette, the wrestling guy. You had fucking Vince Russo, the entertainment guy, and Vince McMahon, the filter. Now it's just Vince McMahon but, talking but to who, himself. Who left in that wrestling guy besides Hunter would be there? Or can help, or or the problem he is he has Heyman sitting right there. So let's talk about. They, the, let, I, let's I, start yeah, with finishes. You know what? You're right. Let's Heyman, start. Heyman. He doesn't trust Heyman. He gave Heyman a job and took it away within six months. And that Raw was good. And that Raw was good. Yeah. For three months or whatever it was, Raw was entertaining again. Because the first fucking night, I remember calling you. They went you. through the Titantron. They went through the fucking Titantron. Yeah. I called Nikki Kayfabe yeah. right away and I said, "Whatever this fucking guy's gonna do." This is going to be better. Mm-hmm. And he gave me an entertaining role. But, but Heyman, Heyman's a guy that, I, I mean, I think he has stay, say in his storyline in Brock's. Sure. But other than that, I don't know what he's touching. He's probably helping a lot of different guys behind I the scenes. I think he helped Big things. E. But he had a lot of guys that he wanted to push before it got Murphy, fired. Black. And they all got cut. Ah. And it's, uh, it's saying something like Heyman that. Heyman would have been done a great job. Triple H would do a great job. Think about the people that Triple H made you care about. Uh, everyone that he made NXT champion. Any single one of them. Yeah. Or North American champion. Yeah. Or a fucking storyline. NXT, everything had meaning. Everything was milked out, drawn out, and done well. Everything on this show is rushed and disgusting. And it's a shame because the talent they have, this should not be a competition with Wednesday think, night. I think Sean still has a, a touch in, in NXT because I watched this week and I'm not going to talk into it. But 
uh, it had a lot of stories that that went on and 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 carried over into next week. And I think Sean has a lot to do with that. Well, Sean knows how to tell a story like that. And Sean also, I mean, I have to say, if you're going to bring up 2.0, I'll just say this. It's been a lot better than I thought it would be with, as they said, Vince's production or whatever when they said it was going to change hands. It's not the same NXT it was. Let's just get that one out the way. It's but not. it's still entertaining. It's still different. They got guys down there that are going to be legitimate stars when yeah, they go up. I agree. As long as Vince McMahon doesn't have anything to do with booking them. But, My fucking God. But PJ, I, I didn't, the only show I didn't watch this week was Raw. But I, a friend from a... Battle Creek texted me and said Finn and, and Austin Theory was really good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Austin I mean, Theory did the a problem, move in that match I've never seen before. The, the problem with Raw is not the quality of the matches. It's really... I took some notes even. I, I, the big thing, like, I don't care about any of these guys. They don't Karen, make you care about them. They don't make you care. They don't put any momentum behind them. They throw well, about I, that they're there one the week, they're gone the next. The and main I have event to say this, scene. And I have to say this about Big E. I, to me... He's too much of a clown. He's just too much of a clown. Why can't he be serious? Doesn't have gotta, to be. Why has he always got to gyrate and, and come out and make faces? And but see, he got serious in the Roman match. Well, look, yeah, look who he's with because Roman said, you're not doing that. But you're going you're gonna, to you're, you're gonna wrestle Roman's match. But with a guy like him, I think that's the way you book him. You don't have him be serious until he really has to. Uh, uh, I, I get it. He could be a little more. He could be a little more. He's not serious. with them anymore, so he can be a little more serious. Uh, you know and what? And you're the champion. You're supposed yeah. to be the guy. They put you the rocket to his ass pancakes. too quick. They had the Papa rating that night, as you know. Oh yeah. And oh I, yeah. So day one, going into day one, right? Raw big match is the Fatal Four Way, which I'm actually excited for. I have to say. I mean, prediction wise, if we're just quick. Ah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, we'll do this next week because I know, the but one, I can kind of see Kevin Owens I, getting I, it. I can uh, hunt. I was gonna say it. It's I about think time. Kevin Owens. I can see it. him fucking Seth Rollins because now they're partnered. Yeah. I can see him fucking Seth Rollins and taking that strap. So it's, it's Kevin Owens, Seth Lashley, Rollins, Lashley, Biggie, and Biggie for the for the strap. Double juice for the strap. That's By the good, way, for the record, boys, match. they they sold out that arena. People thought they couldn't do it. Fucking New Year's Day, they sold out an arena. Good for wow. them. Did you see the card? It's tremendous. Stacked. Tremendous card. Did they make Miz and Edge yes. a fucking intergender tag match? No. Did they? I don't think so. No, they I did don't not think yet. So. Okay. They had a segment with Maurice. This is, I'm telling you, okay. labor. They were, she was in the ring with Edge and she was talking about what a bad husband Miz is. It's, oh my it's, god! It's you do bad. better, and you, you know better, what I have to say. WWE, in the last, you do better in the last year. Edge's storylines have been great because I thought he had his own fucking twist on them. But this is going to expose. I think him. he does, and I think he does, and I don't think it will because look at the Miz and Cena intergender match. Wasn't bad, good storytelling, and Miz got hot with Edge the first time. And you want to talk about an egomaniac, PJ? One John Cena making a WrestleMania tag match just so he could propose to oh, somebody. Don't WWE about, made him do that. And and don't talk about Egomania because the uh, AEW did it recently too. And, and it didn't know, last I, too long. It didn't last well, too Well, actually, long. whose engagement lasted longer? That's a good question. Nikki Bella and John Cena, Sammy Guevara and I think Nikki Bella and, and Cena. Wife. Sammy Guevara and wife uh, broke up. You I don't see know the you... rock he got her? Cena? Ooh, Cena got Cena. Oh, my God. Oh my that thing God. was a fucking... You think he got it back? It was like a it was like a it, it was like a candy corn <laughs> you cheap fuck. Of course that's your question. <laughs> it, it was probably a, it was like Come a on. candy corn sized diamond. You think he got it back though? Seriously? No. He probably had it insured, I can tell you that shit. No, I don't think she gave Rock it back. Like he that? broke up with her. 
Uh, hey, sweetheart, let me, get the, let me get the ring back. You think he like? She probably <laughs> sold it then. I would imagine. I don't you know what women do with. Me? I don't know what women do with their blood. Depends. Diamonds. It depends. If you know, you know, I guess if it's a mutual, you have a shot of getting it back. But that's gotta suck, man. Or pawn it and uh, sell it and split the yeah. difference. You know, yeah. know, if you really think about it, as a man, we should have this discussion. Maybe there's other men here listening that are thinking about popping a question. Men overspend on the engagement ring. That's a known fact. They they really do. Some idiots will go spend, you know, decent amount of G's on one of them bad boys. Wouldn't it make more sense to buy the cheaper of the rings first, and then once you know you're actually getting linked up and married, you get her the real one. Like I'm not, like a wedding band costs nothing. No, because you know why? Because life is it's based a, on it's Instagram. All oh, right. Yes. And you're course. gonna post that shit, and oh, you yes. post it, and then some girl's gonna be like, "Look at this cheap fucking prick. He got it his fucking ugly thing." Or on the other hand, you'll be like, "My God, look at this ring, honey. When you I get you propose to me, you better get me something like that." So that's what it's like. Yeah. I know. I know a dude. Whose fucking wife, uh, uh, his girlfriend at the time told him, you better let me know when you're doing it so I can have my nails done. I think I've heard this. Because the picture of the dick beaters, that's the first thing they put up. <laughs> the dick beaters <laughs> with the diamond ring. <laughs> it's their favorite picture. It annoys me. You know what even pisses me off more? The ones where they just put it up every week when they get the colored tips. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck what color your nails are. Put your dick beaters away. Show it to your fucking husband. <laughs> The high fly is unchained. <laughs> you know say. what else pisses me off? When they make cake that looks like other food. I saw somebody cut a piece of spaghetti in half that was a fucking cake. I, <laughs> I saw a my dog. Phone. I saw a dog cut in half. It's enough. Stop with the fucking cakes. Make the fucking food. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what? They make like cakes now to look like other things. Like they make a cake that looks like a can of high noon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? No, What's but now they make like a plate of spaghetti that looks that's a fucking cake. PJ. I love it. Oh, fuck off. Oh, yeah. I saw the one with the dog, and the other dog saw them, like, put the spoon through it. Yeah. That was ice cream, I think. I don't <laughs> yeah, think it was a cake, but still. Wow. We got off topic. What the fuck were we on? The high uh, Vince sipping. McMahon is falling apart. What's going to die first, Vince or Raw? Ooh. That's fucking They're both morbid. falling the fuck apart. It's a terrible program. Vince, there's no contract but on we Vince. made a New Year's resolution here at Ring Crew Central that we're going to actually try to keep up with some of this fucking shit. And in that spirit... Before we move on, yeah. kayfabe, what's going on in the world of AEW? Well, we're we're a week behind, right? So there was a match that happened last week, Paige and, and Danielson. It went the entire duration it of us recording. 60 minutes, PJ. 60 minutes I know, it went. I heard. It was a very good match. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, I don't. Wow. It was. It was Look a good at match. Kayfabe's Danielson, growing. He's doing. I mean, Danielson might be doing his best work he he's might ever be doing done. I hate work. to admit yes. it, but he really might yes, be. Character might be. standpoint, he's not as over as he was no. going into WrestleMania 30, but I think he's doing a tremendous job and, at what he's and working he, with. He did it. He had a 60-minute match with Hangman Page for the title. What a finish! The problem here is the finish was a time limit draw. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people feel about it. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I was indifferent. I didn't think it was the best finish. I get it, but I think it would it should have been done differently. If I was doing it, I would have had Brian look better on top. At the mm-hmm. end, Hangman hit the buckshot. They both were down. Time went out. If you're going to do that, have someone crawl into a pin or and the be pin in the middle of the misses. pin, something yep. like that. Right. But I don't know what your feelings are on, on time limit draws, especially this is the second one Danielson's had. I wish WWE would incorporate time limits in their matches. It makes it em- it's a, such a small thing. It has no downside, and it makes it sound like it's more legitimate. It adds stakes. Do it adds think, stakes. Do you think that that doing that now, now, now you can't do it? I don't well, think. WWE, because they're fucking assholes, 
They would only announce a time limit for a match if they were doing a time limit draw. Yeah, yes. 100%. That's the all and that you would know What's right an Iron Man match? An Iron Man match was their way of having 60-minute broadways. And the first <laughs> fucking one, they had to go to overtime. The Think f- about it. I they know. had no self-control. The first <laughs> one, no they had to go, oh, we made the fucking Moose and, and Sean go fucking 60. Let's make them go 63 and a half. Yeah, they have no self-control. Why? You're 100% right. Why? But Bret Hart, your friend, looks back at that Iron Man match and says he didn't. what he didn't like about it was he wishes they could have went, you know, two and two and then it was tied. Yeah. He thought that more, more pins would have added to the drama. Yeah, I, that that I hate to say it, it becomes a boring match after like the twenty minutes of no pin. I, my most unpopular wrestling opinion is I don't really particularly care for that match. It's a long fucking match to it's go back and watch match. now. It's, I remember it watching it though as a kid. I remember because I so, remember him coming down from the fucking ceiling. So what are your thoughts on a, on a sixty minute match with one fall? Right? Yeah, it, it's a it's a labor for sure. And I know I know I don't like. That a lot, I'll put it but. this way: as a sports fan, I think a tie is the most deflating thing you can well, have what do you happen. think about a 60 minute match with no finish it means the match did nothing right there was no there was no cause there was no I think effect you guys are uh, uh, trying to poke holes in it i angle don't mind and, it don't do it again angle and michaels went to a time limit draw did it uh, well it, it was a, it was an iron man match and i think they were they went two and two or something three and three no no that's, that's fine not Cena that's fine that's what I'm, I'm that's my point right three and three you you have a one fall sixty minute match. It's a I, long time. I, I like well, Rock versus Austin in Texas. Go back, listen to it. This match is scheduled for sixty minutes. It has a sixty minute time limit. They used to do it for the big events in WWE. Yeah. I wish they would bring it back because you're telling your audience this match could potentially last all night. I mean, you book this TV show, you book the card, and you have no idea. How these things are timed out. What if one match goes over? What if one match never ends and you spend all of Raw on one match? There's no realism to and, it. And that's I, I agree with you 100%. I think now with with commercials and matches going on with commercials and then coming back to that. And AEW's done, and I'll give them credit for that. They ended a match during commercial. And I feel like that has some realism to it. Right, because a match might end during commercial. And exactly, but you know that it's not going to most likely. And the fact that it does makes you think. Right. Yes. And even I, with... Uh, yes. And another... In I, retrospect, I was pissed off when that happened, but because of that point... And, yeah, And better. another thing with this match, right? It started the show, right? So you didn't know how long it was going to be. At 9 o'clock, that starts the show. That starts... That Brian Danielson comes out. You're thinking, this is going 60, right? Because yeah, nothing's going to come after that. That's a good point, Fabe. That's and, a good point. And they did so, that the last time they had a match, too. Uh, the last time uh, uh, Danielson went to oh, Omega. Time limit. Yeah. Omega, yeah. It does say something about Daniel Bryan, though. He can Dan- work Brian for 60 Danielson. fucking minutes, 30 well, this minutes. Well, now this is the second time limit drawer he's been part of. Yeah. So are you really the best wrestler in the world? You well, he technically beat, never you lost. You can't beat your fucking guy. But he never lost. <laughs> he's so skilled in that ring. I mean, it's. I mean, you could... Put him in there with anyone, and you're just he, he brings something out of you. And the fact he really that is skilled. the fact that the WWE had this guy for fucking 15 years or however the fuck long and it don't, was, don't even say he was used poorly. I'm not gonna say he was used poorly. I'm gonna say why didn't you ever let him be this character? Yeah. This this fucking badass. I don't give a fuck if he's five eight. He's gonna kick someone's fucking head off. But see, you say that, and then on the other hand, you'll have someone else like Gargano. And That's a different character I'm, than this. I get it, but Gargano can probably do something like this. No, he can't. Brian is—I don't know if he's the best wrestler on the planet. Maybe in in ring, probably. Uh, overall, I would say Roman still. But look who trained him. 
He's yeah. I mean, Danielson. Is William no- Regal trained him. Shawn Michaels took his money. There's one picture. Anyone will tell <laughs> you. There's that. one picture, and it's pure propaganda. Right, <laughs> you're right. That's that's gonna be the WWE story. He was trained by the great Shawn Michaels. That's what look, they do. They rewrite history. But DB, amazing guy. Yes. He, this, the, this match is happening again, January fifth, Newark, uh, for their their first show on TNT, TBS. Yeah. Which, by TBS. the way, follow at AEW on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> Make me rich, people. You gotta stop posting shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna start posting the results of Raw on it just to piss people <laughs> off. <laughs> um. Danielson, tremendous. Yeah. Page, you know what? Adam Page, I got to give more credit than I was going to. I think he's a lot better than I thought he was. I originally think thought he couldn't talk for shit. I always thought he sounded like some generic kind of fucking cowboy, but I don't know. He, he's really been good. Um, Here's my one problem with this. You want some? If we're going to do... Yeah, just top his cup off. He's All a right. fucking... Tell me off, guys. He's a well. So my issue with this match, and I only got one. If you're gonna do the finish, if you're gonna enunciate the time at the end, I think it's fair to the live fans in in the arena at least have a fucking timer somewhere. Just because when that fucking finish happened, those fans at first were pissed. Oh, they were not happy. And then when I'm sitting there at home, I'm like, they couldn't mention when there was like ten, five, one minute left. It would have added to the excitement. Do you know what happened when that went into the, when they called for the bell? The audience booed. Then the audience said, "Oh wait, we can't boo." And then, and they, then cheered. they started to cheer. Wow, that's what happened. They're a cult. Oh, oh, they're You're awful. dealing with a cult. Fan. They're You're awful dealing, people. That you could literally hear them channeling. Oh wait, we're not supposed to do no, that. No, that's a, that's the problem. Listen, they have they have great workers. They have three, four great workers. They have some good workers and they have awful workers. <laughs> and that's, that's the truth of it, right? You have Punk. As have, every wrestling company does. Correct. 100%. But, correct. But they use their awful workers. They, that's AW, true. The WWE, if they got someone who's shitty, they bury AW, him to the back of the line. WWE, log. bury you if you're a great worker and AW, fucking fire your ass. That's true. <laughs> they, have, shit. they have uh, Cody. Uh, Cody's great. He's a great worker. He's just a fucking shitty fucking booker. He, and a human being. Egomaniac. Uh, yeah. He's an egomaniac. Uh, Danielson's great. Punk's still great, regardless of feelings on it. What about and, Finger Bang? And no, he's not great. He's good. <laughs> and, I agree uh, with everything Kayfabe's is saying. And uh, I would put, I would probably put Hangman on there. I think Hangman's really, I think Hangman's better than him. I think Darby should go up there. No, he's not great. He's good. Oh, oh you, I you know what? I'm talking about. I, look at how over he is. Good. Look what yes, he does. good. And, and on the category of good, I would put uh, Darby. I would put. MJF. I would How put, could you put MJF? He's worked four times this year. He's just good as a, he's a good okay. character, he's a good, good worker. Yes. Overall, you're saying. And then you have shit like Cassidy and 2.0 and these guys that are getting television time that they shouldn't be. Kayfabes. Pizzeria Uno. Him. And yes. Johnny Budge got action. I understand coming. it. How and, disgusting is that? And and I, I just... You have great, right? You have great. You have a 60-minute match that people... You know, they're going to say match of the year, match of the century. It's all nonsense. <laughs> but I had. Oh, then, oh, this reminds finish, me. But Let the, him finish his thought. The, then, the, then this last hour of it, right? The last half hour. And this is what AEW fans are. They, they, And I've said this on Twitter and people come at me for it. And I'll say it here. <laughs> they come at him. They, they are just. All they care about is the debut. Who's coming out tonight, right? New Year's bash. Holiday bash. Halloween havoc. New uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving fucking turkey dinner. They want someone to come out. They want Bray Wyatt. They want fucking 
they got Kyle O'Reilly, which we'll talk about, but they, they want these guys. Where's the Briscoes? Where's this? And then the the, the main event of that show was uh, MJF beating Dante Martin, and then lights go out, right? And everyone's like, oh, my God, you hear the roar. Wyndham. So, yeah. Wait, is it, is, no, everyone thought it was the Briscoes. And then the lights come on and sting and Darby. And then you just hear the groan. You hear it. Uh, and then you hear on Twitter, the lights out was unnecessary. Yeah, it was unnecessary, but that's what the fans want. And then the next week, who do you think is going to debut tonight? Because they have these themed episodes, and they think that's what they think. Holiday Bash. That was We're going to get a Christmas gift. Holiday Bash. If I got O'Reilly as a fucking Christmas gift, I'd be pretty pissed off. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. Well, Holiday Bash is, again, next week coming up. And and then they have they probably have New Year's Bash and fucking Valentine's Day Massacre or some shit. Valentine's Day will not be a holiday celebrated by the AEW faithful. Let me tell you something. <laughs> but they want, can't give you a hand to Valentine. They care too much about the debuts and who's returning. They and don't give a shit look, about their own good product. Exa- look at Jay Lethal. He returned. Everyone went nuts. Have you seen him? I seen him in a battle royal. And I, I heard he was him. on Dark now. Exactly. Dark is like the void of wrestling. Everybody just ends up on Dark somehow. And the people that say they watch Dark and don't watch Raw are so full of shit. Oh, they, there's no way that they watch that ju- whatever the fuck that fat fucking thing was <laughs> that that fucking guy couldn't close line over the top rope. Fuck off. You don't watch that bullshit. The, 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 the botches are bad shit. in AEW. The, the botches, botches are, are unforgivable. And I get their method is they want to be more realistic and give you a full pro. The botches expose the business worse than anything else. Oh my goodness. Like when that fat idiot with the fucking <laughs> mask ran into the ring post because he fucked up a hurricane want a hurricane on cell. But then they have a botch with they had a botch on Wednesday, Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose. The jacket. They tried to get the jacket off for forty six mi- seconds. And they couldn't come off. They couldn't I want to know what loser sat there with a fucking stopwatch. It's been forty six seconds. It's but, so unrealistic. But then they also and then and then Brandy Rose tweets the jacket wants a TBS title. It's See like, that's Brandy you're just Rose. Making fun yeah. of your own product. And just say, oh, I fucking would make fun of it too if I got I paid know. to play with my I friends know. and fucking eat shit. Yeah. You know what else they said? They had the audacity to compare that match, which had no finish, by the way, an incomplete match in my book, to HBK and Taker at Mania. Yeah, PJ, what do you think of that? <sighs> I think it's outlandish. And then I put another point up because this made me. Th- that's had the wheels churning. I heard on Anderson say he liked it. Man, fuck him. Fuck him. Um, on, on Anderson. This Welcome. made me write something. I was like, you know, to all wrestling fans out there on Twitter, I said, when you do your top five matches, is Shawn Michaels one of those guys that is in everybody's top five of matches at some point? And I think he's in two or probably three of yours. He's in four of <sighs> you, mine. Yeah, you have to put uh, him in. Kayfabes, I know he's in at least two of yours. Yeah, because of the man that he worked with. Shut up. <laughs> and these bastards had the audacity. You know, it was a bunch of people on there like, oh, you definitely wrote on that. I was even weak. I said, Bret Hart's probably another one of those guys that makes everybody's top matches at least once. Because for me, he's even in mine. Him in Austin. Him in Austin. Tremendous match. Um, Someone had the audacity to write, well, if you watch anything but the WWE, you'd realize that maybe he's not He's not even in my top 30 matches. Wow. And then some other so idiot wrote, 30? Joshi's better. I, so I just had enough. There's a great... 30 professional wrestling there's 30 professional wrestling matches that you can name that are better than Shawn Michaels and Angle that's better than Shawn Michaels and Taker Something's PJ not adding up folks you're PJ, not telling the truth PJ they just say things they for say attention things. they yeah. think they're cool because they know Japanese wrestlers that nobody gives a fuck about they, say, they oh, don't know you've them. never seen Mishinako to fucking Funaki versus find- Takamitka Nochu in the dome 
they they couldn't find Japan on a fucking postcard. I fucking hate these <laughs> fucking people. You're probably not wrong. They have I, no idea. They just want to be like different. They want to well, be edgy. Don't be that fucking guy, folks. Don't go on these, Twitter and write that I shit. I want to make a really strange analogy, but I argue with people at work all the time. They're like they bash the United States of America. Like you just think it's edgy. You don't believe United this States shit. treats its women wrong. Real? Do you really care about women? You care about women's rights? Do you really? Do you care about women trafficking in Mexico right now? Do you care about hundreds of thousands of missing women in China right now? Right. Do you care about child brides in Somalia? Do you care about <laughs> the fact that in Iran they can't leave their fucking house without being accompanied by a minor, uh, a, uh, a man, that they can't testify in court? Do you really care about women's rights? You want to talk about the glass ceiling? <laughs> Stop it. No, you're 100% you right. You AEW fans, stop it They now. main-evented WrestleMania. I don't want to hear a fucking thing about women's rights anymore. It's like, do you really care about women's rights in America? No. Or do you just want to be contrarian and edgy and bash the United States? This isn't high school. It's I call them, I call them the fuck Bush people. They used to that fuck Bush. Like, do you really care? You care that much? Or, or are you just... No, Eminem trying, said it. You're trying to be different. You're trying to be edgy. You're trying to rage against the machine. The same people who control every piece of the fucking entertainment media apparatus in the country are fighting the power. Fuck you. And fuck you, AEW fans. How about that? Can we move on from this? I want my gifts. There are. There's two things. There's one. There's the last thing we had to, was well, more AEW. AEW gave their friends a gift. There was more AEW. We talked about Kyle O'Reilly. Well, we didn't talk about it in full. Let's no. talk about it in there's full. There's two they things left from this week's uh, AEW, which was on yesterday, um, which we usually record on, but obviously because we're all off tomorrow, we decided to get drunk tonight. So. Yeah. Smart idea. First off, we had the debut. Of one Kyle O'Reilly and me and you have different opinions on this case. Yes, I'll start first. Go ahead. I, I watched this. I watched the show today. I watched Adam Cole versus Pockets, and uh, what a match! That I asked PJ to watch, and he said no. Uh, <laughs> but my, I had one qualm with this match. I won't watch anything with that man. I know. Go on. And I had one. I had a big qualm with this match before O'Reilly came. The best friends. And the Bucks brawled halfway through this match, right? Oh, they ha they brawled halfway through the match, and then ten minutes later, the match ended, and the best friends Did came they back. They fight off. They fought off, and then the best friends came back out after O'Reilly came out, and they beat the shit out of them, and then the Bucks just nonchalantly walked out of the ramp, no, not selling anything, not limping. After just having a little fucking beatdown, they just walked out and looked at Cole like, what is this? It could have been, like, storyline that they just are dumb, like, bamboozled that O'Reilly's there. I, I just I just didn't. I just thought the the purpose of them coming out during that match was stupid to begin with, and mm -hmm. they should have just saved it. But on to O'Reilly. My thing with this is that he got f the, the reason why Undisputed Era is so over and the fans were cheering Undisputed is because of NXT, right? By far. Okay. NXT broke them up, and they had a huge feud that left that led to Adam Cole leaving. Which, mind you, also the whole purpose of that feud was to get O'Reilly over because yes. the WWE wanted to re-sign him. At least they got the guy yes. that Cole put over. So yes. Adam Cole left after he's probably been in AEW for three, four months now. Mm -hmm. So they just had a crazy feud months ago, and now the re and now they're going to reunite them after having a kind of a blood feud, I would say. With way, no blood. With no blood. Which we complained about. Brian. And I just didn't understand why you would pull the trigger on that so soon. Why not wait till Omega came back? Because they have no patience. Because they love doing this shit. Uh, to me, to me, it just makes no sense, right? You're saying, okay, we just had a blood feud, but by the way, you, you're the reason, you're the last match I had on NXT. 
But hey, fuck it. Join me again. These I, are I don't the know. same people that tried to tell me for two years NXT is hot garbage, but then when the hottest free agent from NXT signed there, he's God now. Adam Cole. Two years, remember when they were in competition? Every yeah. week, NXT's garbage, it's trash. And now Adam Cole's God because he's I get, there. I get it's a different company, but that's my feelings on it. I, I, don't, I know it, do, it shouldn't carry over because if it's a different company, but at the same time, it's so in the news and it's so relevant that and it's it, rushed and it's, it's rushed it's rushed I see the difference rushed. is the wwe will sign a guy and you won't even know for a year you won't know for six at months times, at times at times you won't know for six months you won't know for three months now also they've signed guys the same day and debuted them in the rumble yeah we've seen it all yeah but in the wwe they make sure they have something planned for them when they bring them in and i don't see this as a long-term storyline because a kenny omega's out so the six man you you're aiming towards, which would be the era versus the elite, isn't going to happen for a little while February, at least. Probably. Is that what it is? Okay, February, so it's probably. not that long, but still, why not just wait till February? Why not have Cole and the Bucks go on a little run? They beat a bunch of people, which I'm sure they're doing anyway. And then out of nowhere, when all things are peachy and people are booing the fuck out of Cole and the Bucks because they can't take them anymore. The error debuts, they beat the shit out of the Bucks, turn them baby faces. Omega comes back being a baby face. That just seems like it makes more sense to me. You can even you can even save Cole, right? And and booking from this quick. You could have Cole face Page slash Danielson, whoever wins that match. Right. And the Bucks can cost can get involved again or cost of Cole by accident, right? Yeah. And then the next week Cole stamp Cole fucking uh, goes off in a fury. In a fury, the next week he comes back, and he just, you know, guys, I'm sorry about what happened, so on and so forth. And then Fish and O'Reilly de- and O'Reilly debuts. Then, then Omega comes back maybe two weeks later, and then you could have something cooking. I I don't know where they go from here. They're having a six way next week with Cole O'Reilly and Fish versus um, the best friends. Which, Did we again, get a name for them yet? No, they're gonna call him probably the era. era the era, yeah. I would guess. But Again, I, I just you you try not UE. you try not to be WWE, yet you're stealing all their fucking ideas. I mean, undisputed era wasn't necessarily a WWE idea. Him and O'Reilly feuded in Ring of Honor for years, and him and Fish O'Reilly and, and Fish, Fish were, were together. Tag, yeah, I mean, if you want to make call more the era, come on. I, yeah, I, I think for a product that they all claim sucked for so long, they do try to be them very, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, Here's my thing. These fans had the audacity to write some crazy shit last night, as you see it every time somebody debuts. Oh, my God, what a big signing. This is a game changer. A guy that's never going to main event a pay-per-view unless he's in a tag is a fucking game changer. That's- yeah, N- NXT did more for elevating Kyle O'Reilly than fucking... AEW will ever. They don't know what a game changer is. No. <laughs> they no, it's true. Everybody's a game changer. It is. I was going to say before I was impressed that Nikki Kayfabe listed all the great and good workers of AEW. I wasn't done. And, I didn't, s- and didn't leak out the name Christian. Christian's not working <laughs> Christian's anymore. Christian's good. playing with two idiots. Or Jericho. Uh, good. I mean, Serviceable they're, they're at not, this point. They're not. They're not old, only because he's older. There was yeah. a time yes. Jericho was. Jericho there was, was a time great. where Jericho great. was top five in the ring every year. Oh, 100%. Jericho's the first guy I ever signed my belt. He was tremendous. <laughs> yeah, who was the guy that brought all the value down? <laughs> Probably, unfortunately. I'm sure on his, on his, on his fucking headstone is going to read first undisputed <laughs> champ, first signer of Nikki Kayfabe's fucking Probably repli- unfortunately, replica belt. <laughs> Probably, unfortunately, Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler brought that value yeah. down. And then who else? Who was the other one I was making? He didn't bring for? it down. 
Did Brett, oh, Christian, you, said, you said Brett signed it for you? Brett signed it, yeah. Brett loves for Brett a person had no problem signing. Hold on. For a person that hates WCW as much as Bret Hart does, oh, anytime on. I've seen an interview with him recently, that fucking world heavyweight it's title. It's a beautiful belt. The big gold belt is a beautiful belt. Might be the best title belt of all time. Might be. Yeah, to me, it, it's, and I, the, it's the Austin Globe belt, the WWE Globe belt. I love belt. that fucking belt, it's, it's too. On, only because it was the belt I grew up with. That's the Wing the Eagle. Only reason. I, I like got, the OG I Wing Eagle. I just got Cena on it. You got Cena? Yeah. Cena won it once or twice. Eh. I got sure Cena. did. Sure did, bro. I got Cena on. He signed next to Edge. That's did, did he look where he signed? Or he didn't <laughs> I, I gave it to him in the front, and it was only he could only sign next to Punk or Edge. So I, I know where decision. my bread's buttered, Brian. <laughs> I think he signed next to Edge. Hey, yeah. That's his best foil, I would argue. One of them. One, yeah. of, one of them. Hammer Orton. Well, Edge and Christian signed next to each other, so that's a positive. Do they? You think they spot out each other's signatures? I, on no, I, I, I told them. I said, yeah, Christian signed here. You mind just, you know. Do a little schmooch. Yeah. Cave Feet makes everything he does seem like it's a drug like a drug He's transaction. So out of control. Come on. Come on, guy. <laughs> we went to a girl at a bus, ro- bus stop and say, bitch, you need a ride? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh All right, have we God. have we verbally uh, eviscerated AW for long enough? I have to give them credit for something. They did something good last time. What? Rarity. They put some they, they put some face paint on Punk, right? Face they, paint. You're just such a negative. Person. That's what they did. They put some face paint on Punk. No, they did something it. the WWE wouldn't have done. Yeah, I know. They, <laughs> they went did a to, lot. <laughs> they went to Greensboro, North Carolina, fucking and, and paid homage to wrestling. A known NWA hotspot. They had fucking Darby, Sting, and Punk. Versus MJF in the Revival in a feud where they've kind of merged two feuds for a week, which is fine. And instead of in that match, the legend getting bloodied and beaten and put through a fucking table and sent back to fucking wherever the fuck Sting come, Venice Beach, California, or Huntington Beach, which one was it? Venice Beach. They let the faces go over. The faces had fun. They wore fucking face paint. They're probably going to sell a bunch of t-shirts with them wearing the paint. It was a cool moment. Sting's I got to give him Sting's credit. Sting's paint was cool. Sting's paint was cool. Fucking Phil's going to get that one framed to put uh, on his oh, wall. Yeah. That fucking ego I told maniac. you guys as we were walking into the studio today, I said, I wish that they could just take parts of AEW, certain things that they do, merge them with WWE, the things they do best, and you'd have a decent product. WWE, they did time limit draws. And as we say here on the show all the time, it's really become a new thing. Treat the fucking legends with respect. Act like you give a shit yep. about wrestling. And yeah. AEW does that. Unfor- I, they I said do. It to you. I said it to you about Sting. I said, you Sting is getting ser- you're getting serviceable match- matches out of Sting. Why not? I mean, yeah, but, but then they, they do no, no, things. No, hold on one second. So we as WWE fans, we have to be honest. We we have been in an abusive relationship with this company. For a long for time. For a very long time. And we still can't get over it. We still can't quite. We love getting slapped. And AEW comes along to a younger fan base and says, what do you want? We will give it to you. Every week. No matter Vince what. A, I mean, my God, you know Jim Ross is beloved in Oklahoma. You know it. All right, we're going to turn on the take a heel and stick JR's face in my ass. We're going to set JR on fire. Oh, we're in Pittsburgh? Put Angle in the wait, main wait, event wait. and job him out. JR got, st- got set on fire in Oklahoma? I don't think it was in Oklahoma, but you get my point. Yeah, well, no. everything, he, he had one triumph in Oklahoma. One time, he hit William Regal with a pair of brass knocks and pinned him. <laughs> it was one time. In a, in a Sooners jersey. Yep. In a Sooners jersey. That was the one time they did anything nice for him. Oh, you're oh, in Oklahoma? We're going to... Let's have Muhammad Hassan come out and hang Jerry Lawler from the fucking rope. That was in Memphis, I guess, but, in that one. Let's fake his heart crazy. attack in Memphis. We'll have 
Heyman fake oh, heart that attack. Was, yo, that was good heat. I like that one. They, they it sounded like they beat up Jerry Lawler that night. That wasn't that bad. Because well, he just had a heart attack. No one's touching Lawler again. I got news well, for you. No one's ever too. touching him again. They just they find what you want, and they keep it from you. And they don't give it to you, don't give it to you, don't. In some cases. They do. No, well. Some, like Daniel Bryan's an you example feel of where like they held you, you out. You as an audience have to hijack the show. To let them go. And then their authority figures, who are their real-life owners and their real-life decision-makers, come out and just abuse you. Stephanie's like, you're all a bunch of losers. Uh, Triple H, my friend Mark, we're going to stop watching. Uh, there it is. Like, and you're you like, know, hey. why am I watching this? The owner of the company is coming out and telling me I'm a piece of shit. Every time we go to a hometown, the hometown boy, we're going to Kansas City. Call Holly Race. What do you want me to do, Vince? Spit well, in his face. We're going to have Randy Orton spit on you. Am I, am I going to get any comeback? No. PJ, you just <laughs> got an award. This is the longest you've ever went into a show without being negative Hunter about Hunter, and you just broke it. <laughs> one eleven and 30 seconds, I, my I, man. Good I, job. I even complimented him earlier. I said he's the one guy probably in that company that still has some idea of what wrestling is. Some clue. But you're and, right. And, that's and, a problem. And I'll do you one better with Triple H. The reason he's so miserable at the audience is because his father-in-law makes him. Yeah. You can't give them what they want. Don't uh, smile. Smirk like a prick. <laughs> you give him a toothy grin, they'll look at you like you're weak. <laughs> it's it's this is how it is. Oh, and AEW, right. I'm I'm a little bit jealous of the fucking AEW fans because they get what they want. Well, they, there look, are also look, people as, that probably need like assistance taking their own shits. They, they're decrepit and deranged. <laughs> there's no doubt. But at least they have you know Tony Khan, despite all of his faults. Wants to make his audience happy. I am not convinced that Vince McMahon wants to make the audience happy. But also, I, we have seen evidence to the contrary year after year, yeah. decade after decade. Vince doesn't get a stiff from audiences cheering. Tony Khan gets a stiff yes. and audiences thanking him on Twitter. Tony Khan wants to be loved. And that's why he loved. keeps this up. He wants to be loved. But you know what? He's giving the audience. Oh, uh, here we go. Want. Look at him. He got <laughs> fucking tuned up. He said, I'm not going to listen to this shit. No, I. he's, he's tough on Twitter. He's <laughs> tough. He's in, it's embarrassing. He had a fight with Fox News because they called out his ratings. Yeah, he's, he's embarrassed. Yeah, he could. No, no, no. He called out the demo there's on Fox News when a, the average man who watches Fox News is probably fifty plus. There's a uh, um, a video from about two years ago when Fulham was going for a Champions League or something, and people called him out because he fought with the fans and the announcers on the show were like it's embarrassing that he even did that. It's a losing situation. You look like a fucking idiot. I mean, they didn't say it like that, but he looks like a fucking idiot. Right. I mean, at the end of the day. In the end, it's a very immature child with a lot of money and a lot of, I guess, decent ideas or enough people around him who spew him decent ideas. And the other side is a spiteful billionaire who at this point, I think, just wants to tank his own fucking company because if not, you cannot justify some of his decisions. But, gentlemen, enough with the sad state of wrestling. I'm sick of talking of it. I'm here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to give and get shitty presents. And, gentlemen, I can't wait to just really ruin your days. Who wants to go first? I'm what are we doing I'm, here? What's I'm the gonna, order? I'm going to go first. I'm going to tell you why. Gentlemen. Here comes the excuses. <laughs> I'm going to give you the excuses. I, I Whenever somebody's going to give you a gift and they open up with, well, you always know there's going <laughs> to be some bullshit explain. that follows. Let me explain. It's been a rough year for PJ Stacks. I got two nephews now. They take a lot of money. Both my brothers got married. They have wives. There's just a, I I I've ends. 
now that I'm 30, you know what I've been attending a lot of lately? Bars. True. But what? But specifically? Weddings. You Weddings. Got it. You got it, kayfabe. Mm. What's the point I'm making? I'm fucking broke as shit. And this don't, podcast don't pay you nothing. And this podcast, I do it pro bono. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in years past... I, I think I last year I probably went a little above and beyond, although I still feel guilty that shirt didn't fit you, K-Fabes. This year I played it a little conservative, got you a little something something a piece. I don't think I I don't think I did a bad job, but I definitely wish I had done more than not even wrapped. It's pathetic. You didn't even wrap it, didn't, bro. All right. Long. As far as I'm concerned, K-Fabes were off the hook for the card. Yes, we are now. We are <laughs> We're now even. even. We're even. We're finally. All right, Kayfabe, close your eyes. Okay. And I'm going to take it out. I'm going to put it in your hands. Okay. I'm closed. Put it in his mouth instead. <laughs> oh, he's you gonna, may open. He's going to come. He's going to come. Oh my <laughs> lord. He's going to come. Really? Holy shit! This is awesome. I actually wanted to buy one of these. You happy with it? What tell the, tell the audience. It is a Jim Cornette action figure. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm very happy with it. Now, that's a fucking present. That's a present. That's a fucking present Thank right you. there. I appreciate it. And he's in this. the banana right. yellow pants, baby. This is awesome. Thank Look you. Look at Jerry Christmas. You Thank should display you. that motherfucker him. right there. This is great. Let me take a look. That's yep, great. There he is. Does that he have the is, glasses? <laughs> that is so great. I went to order one, and it was sold out. Yeah, it wasn't easy to find. No, but, but I appreciate yes. it. Yes. No, I'm glad you're Wrestling happy with it, buddy. WrestlingFigures.com, I love you, buddy. Glad you're happy. great. And now... Franklin. I saw an 8x10 attached to that that you ripped away very quickly. I'm very <laughs> concerned. You know what it is? I've seen a quick one, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. So here's part one. Oh, no. <laughs> is this an artist sketch? That is a Red Hot original. <laughs> in the... F what? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know who won this match? Shawn Michaels. Uh, not what I'm saying. Yes, this is Shawn. This must be fucking a and drawing of someone's imagination because Shawn Michaels did not tap to no sharpshooter that night. <laughs> but, folks, it is a drawing of Bret Hart looking like he's taking a shit holding Shawn Michaels. We should, we should post these after. In a, we will, we will. Yeah. The gifts, yeah. Peep the Twitters. This is just pathetic. What, 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 thanks. I think. <laughs> fucking thanks. And the second most gruesome piece of wrestling history oh, no. I gift oh, to you. no, no, no. Ring of Hell. This. Oh my God. It's <laughs> a, is this the band book? It's a. It's the band book. It's a good read. I want you to read it. We got a lot to talk about. It's Ring of Hell. It's the story of Chris Benoit in his last days. It is a fascinating read. It is no longer findable online. Oh my God. You could flip that for seven hundred dollars on eBay. That is amazing. Thank you for this. Now this is a good gift. I mean, it's not a good gift. You know, I really don't want the wife to find this. She might be thinking of plotting so a destruction. I was, I was even going to try to get this thing framed and bring it in. Honestly, I'm so happy you got me All something right. this shitty because <laughs> just you wait. K Fabes, go ahead. All right, I'll go first. I have. So I love you. I love you, gentlemen. I appreciate yes. all of our yes, moments here. Yes, another year. Cheers, PJ. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers everybody. To you, PJ. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, gentlemen. So I got PJ one shitty, one good, and I got you. I couldn't decide with you, so I got you two bad, one. I had someone made, so it would be good. Everyone's given Frank more than one. Good. Well, who'd you have make me something? You went to my niece and had no, her make no, me a clay no. pot I, or I something. I know somebody that makes uh makes some ceramic stuff, so you'll appreciate ceramics. it. Ceramics. I have bags, but I'm gonna give you them because I want to see your reaction first. Okay. Okay. 
So PJ, who, who wrapped these gifts? My mother. Okay. Oh boy. Just had to make that. PJ, clear. I'll start with you. This first thing I'll give you is good. Don't tell me what it is. It's a good part. I feel bad. You guys give me two things. No, no, it's fine. So I went to uh, Target and I was looking at action figures. I'm looking at AEW stuff. And in all honesty, I was looking for pockets. <laughs> I would. And I, I had no time in my life. I couldn't find any pockets. The pockets related. action figure has a space where he could put his hands in his pockets. I couldn't find them. Of course he can. And I seen like Lance Archer and stuff like that. It wouldn't be bad, you know? I found something. It's not wrestling related. So I'm going to give it to you. And I know you'll appreciate it. <laughs> okay. A non wrestling related gift. Non wrestling related gift. Wow. Really broke the rules. Oh, oh, okay. That's a nice look. Let me see that right this there. This is fucking cool. I got to take the stunner shades up. This he gave me. You know, th- well, we spent so much time today talking oh, about Spider Man. Oh, look what fucking comic it's from, too. I, I didn't know. even think. Wow. I know who it is. It's the Joker. This is awesome. It's from an action three jokers. Of the Joker, which was a shitty comic, but it's a tremendous action figure. Yes, okay. I thought I saw it, and unfortunately, didn't have any, And you know why this is a great gift? I would have never bought it for myself, but yes. I wanted it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I would have never gotten it myself. This one I know you don't want, but here you go. Oh, oh it's God. It's a shirt. <laughs> this looks bad. Oh, this boy. This bad all over it. Oh, oh wow. yes, it is. It is yeah. horrendous. You have it won. It is awful. This is, this is beyond a doubt. <laughs> you should burn that. The worst gift I have ever received. <laughs> Can you tell it the is, folks at home? It is a shirt on which is the promo poster. For the rubber match, <laughs> Mimosa Mayhem. The de- <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. Mimosa Mayhem. I wonder where that idea came from. I wonder who called it that. The Demo God, Chris Jericho, versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. And I just hope you know, as my, I will wear this, but I will wear it with two pieces of white tape <laughs> across and, his face. And here's your bag. You can have it for... I will keep the bag. Thank you, sir. I appreciate this. Frank, but before, Hold on. Yeah, before yeah. Frank, I want to say one more thing. Fuck you, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. You're a disgrace to wrestling. You're doing I'm- the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong thing on purpose. <laughs> and it's wrong and it's disrespectful to me and it's disrespectful to countless wrestlers who have sacrificed their lives and their careers and Draws didn't break his neck for this shit. Draws did not break his neck for you to go out there and tell the world so obviously that this is all fake and you think you're cool and you're 40 years old and you're wearing a denim jacket. Fuck you. Fuck you and die. <laughs> wow. Wow. Merry Christmas. Well, Frank, I'll start with you with the good. This oh. is my, uh, my, my friend who does ceramics. She made this for you. Nice. A little art class here. Yeah. And it's wrapped. <laughs> Oh, he's really—he's gonna like this. Yeah, I know, this? I know. <laughs> is this a Shawn Michaels ashtray? It's a Shawn Michaels you, you, ashtray. You've combined his two I'm favorite things. I'm never gonna things. put the cigarette out. I know. This. <laughs> this is like a real conundrum. It's K- a great. I know. K Fabe, do you remember last month when I pulled you aside and said we have to get Frank to stop smoking? Yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> Wait a day. Sometimes you just gotta go with it. I, I don't love know it. it. I don't know what. This is th- fucking tremendous. Yes. Shout out whatever. What's her Instagram? Give us some credit. This looks great. She doesn't have an Instagram for the show, but. uh it's at Shanene. Oh. She makes She makes stuff. a mean cookie pie I've had before. Yeah, she made a cookie pie once. Thank you, Shanene. I'll, I'll give you this uh, shirt first. Because this one you'll hate. But you, the next one you're going to hate even more. Oh, God. What is this? Oh. I see a pro wrestling tease tag. Yeah, they're both pro wrestling. Oh, no. Let me see it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Point. I can't have this. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh wow, Ladies it's an Audrey. It's an Aubrey Edwards. Why does she have merchandise? I too. You're wearing that tonight because we're going to be out with uh, Matt from Battle Creek. And, guess and, what? And guess what? I'm not fucking wearing. It this. hurt me to pay for that. Hold on a second. <laughs> so let me just talk about this first. It's girl, TT, TT for my birthday got me a birthday shout out from this woman. I want to say horrible things about it because she really wanted me to have a good birthday. But fuck you, Aubrey Edwards. You're a fucking distraction. You're worse than fucking Earl Hebner. Get the fuck out of that ring. This is the worst shirt I've ever seen. No. And not only is it an Aubrey I, Edwards what? shirt, what? it says, I said two in the Uncle Sam with her pointing two. I tell you not, you're going to hate this one more. What How is it, that possible? What does, I know. It, what does it say about your friends when they find out there's something you don't like <laughs> and they just pay money to have <laughs> to it just be angry you? To be, have it be involved. And they hate it I'm just as much. You. And not right. for nothing, as a fat man, I hate white t shirts. Right. So both of these may never got worn. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, get the fuck out of here. That's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. That is the worst. I'm never wearing that. I tell you what. Uh. I, I'm, I'm almost going to throw up. That is horrendous. That, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Canada t-shirt where in the center of the maple leaf is one hitman. Given that's that's Canadian Hall of Famer one hitman Bret Hart. Oh my god! Can I light it on fire here in the studio? You holy shit! Honestly, kayfabes. I want you to know something. Oh shit! Remember that shirt I sent you where I said it was too late? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> There's a shirt with Jungle Boy and the fucking Christian. No, I'm shirt, buying it right now. That shirt's not. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm gonna give this to midnight to take a shit on. <laughs> this is horrendous. It hurt me to pay for the Aubrey one. No, the Yo, shout one. out to my fan. Anybody who who cares about me, please request the T-shirt. I will mail it to you. I'll pay for shipping. The Brett one. I will pay for shipping. The Brett one's nice though. Shut I'd the wear, fuck up. I'd wear that Brett one with pride. That's like a nice beach shirt. I got something for both your asses. So I knew. <laughs> I knew. See, uh, this was the mistake I made. Yeah. You don't even need the bag. I don't need You're the home. bag. I'm home. I'm home. You me, can take the bag, regift it. Me and Kate Babe got each other toys. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you a little story here, quick. PJ, you give me a lot of shit. I mm -hmm. made your gifts terrible this year, so you're going to be second. I'm glad you did. Kayfabe's your first. <laughs> and I want you to know, for a normal human being, these gifts would be horrible, horrendous, disgusting, awful. But you're probably going to like them. Probably. All PJ, right. hand them to them All one right. by one. I will. <laughs> I see one. <laughs> Just looked at it. You know what it is. You know what it is. I had to get uh, it for him. Oh you got your God. very own Lily. You really got me this. I got you thing. fucking Lily, and it has teeth in it and everything. Oh you can fucking put it in your room. God. I hope you never jerk off again with that fucking thing sitting there looking at you. I can't hang with. Uh, this can't be real. And, oh, it's real. That's a that's a Lily. Oh Do you want save it for when we go to Access this year? Maybe Alexa Bliss will sign it. It's the worst part of a fucking career. My so, my balls just shrunk looking at this thing. Oh, just wait, your balls about to go really in. Oh so man. I'm looking at what you. I don't you you act like he's not gonna wear this with pride. The first one, the, the Lily was supposed to be the bad gift, and this was supposed to be like yeah. bad for anybody else. This. But this shirt he'll probably like. <laughs> it is one Charlotte uh. Flair with her gigantic foot, <laughs> and it says "Bow to the Throne." I I'm telling you, Kayfabe no is like he's actually happy about it. Look at him; he's happier than a pig in shit. I actually like the shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna say I saw it. I said you fucking hit a home run. He, he 
He ain't gonna be too shamed to wear that. <laughs> so you want you want the bad <laughs> gift for her, her giant foot? <laughs> Bro, I think looks enormous on there. She's got a size twelve. Oh Men's. God. Lily's got real teeth. That this Lily is grotesque. Is fucking, yeah. I'm telling you, one day, next to Andre the Giant Hand, when they put up the props for access, it's going to be Charlotte Flair's barefoot. That thing's going to be fucking bigger than Andre's hand. She got oh, a big man. foot. Bow to the queen. Oh, wow. I want to hear her bitching about what I said because I bought your fucking merch. That, anyway. That's, that's something. Okay, that's something. PJ, I want to get the bad one out the way first, because I really did try with the last gift to make you happy. So I want you to open this one up first. All right, I'm not going to look at it. It's it was a in shirt. a bag. It's in, it's in a I'm, shirt. I'm They're gonna... both shirts. You can never have enough shirts. That is Well, I've learned that's not true, but you can never have enough wrestling shirts. That is true. Not in all line of work. Okay. It's a two-sided. Uh, oh, I, I, all I see... <laughs> <laughs> All I see are the are the letters T R I P L. I wonder where this is going. I don't think he got me a Bam Bam Bigelow triple threat shirt. Let's go. Let's see with the effluvia. So I thought it wasn't that bad because it only has him on the pocket. I know you like pockets. I I, I feel there's something behind it. Oh, I'm, I'm oh a, there's something much worse behind it. So what triple is the Triple H say? demolition service. <laughs> oh, he's so daring. Wait, wait, it gets there better. There he is. <laughs> That's oh boy! Wait a second. Can Any you job, read it? big or small, I'll break it down. Triple H Demolition Service. Yeah, this is as awful a shirt <laughs> as has ever come off a printing press. <laughs> this is terrible. I, I have want to you say, to know. No, I, I, no, I want to know. It is terrible. This is a terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible shirt, and so divorced from the reality of the situation. <laughs> There's nothing about Any him. job, big or small, will get it done. Look at his nose in that shirt, He's though. never Any done Any job, job. bigger. Yeah, I know. He's, He's never, never done a job. <laughs> like, in his mind, this is cool. You could see him designing it. We're going to call it a demolition service. We're going to have one pocket on the front. We'll have the pack of cigarettes. It's going to be a square. I know. It really is quite horrible, I have to say. So the second gift was actually meant... Okay, Fabes is done. <laughs> I got him. This is horrendous. I am stunned at how bad. I want you to know. I, I just want to know if the other shirt would have been worse. There was another shirt that was a flag made of the skulls and the sledgehammers. Would that have been worse? Yeah, I thought that any mean, job, big or small, was just so egregious. Any job, big or small, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Oh, God. I have to say, it's the level of uncool that that shirt is. That's a shirt, if you're wearing it, you're tucking it into your belt, right? I mean, you're tucking There's no way to wear that shirt without making the conscious decision. You're going to tuck it in. You're gonna, it's going to be like worn by firefighters on their day off. You know, oh, the, you my know, God. That sort of a thing. So my next, my next thing for you was intended to be a good gift. Wow. Okay. But then WWE Shop, My High Ass, wow. one of the things got messed up in it. So I want you to open it up, and we're going to talk about it. So as I'm opening this up, let me tell you about WWE Shop.com. I don't trust their delivery estimates. <laughs> they, they were, they were well, like, I first off, Pro Wrestling Tees, I ordered from them, and then they tell you, that a month ago they had a fucking credit uh, credit. Oh hack. yeah, remember when Kayfabe's his car, my car got, got hacked with the fucking pro wrestling tees. Imagine oh. that shit. That's what you get for buying me that fucking CM Junk shirt. I bought myself one too. Yeah, you got a fucking shitty shirt with two tape fists on and then a Holy fucking shit. empty bank account. Yeah, I know. What funny. a dream! Wow. All right. So did you say this was small? It feels very small. I want you to open it. 
It's opened. No, he said he got. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. So here's what happened. Open it up. Tell the people what it is. Let's see. Oh, I hope it's not what I think it is. Oh, this is a. See? This is a cool shirt. This is the exact opposite. No pocket in the front. <laughs> no stupid fucking slogan on the back that makes no sense. He's, de- he's in demolition now. So what I'm holding is black shirt with Michael P.S. Hayes at the time, known as... Doc Hendricks. Doc Hendricks. He used to sell in- you the pay-per-views. Interviewing Steve Austin in what I assume, I believe, is his King of the Ring promo where I hit two home runs that day. I hit Austin 316, and I hit, is that the bottom line? I did them both. That is correct, but here's the funny part. They sent me, or I picked the wrong size. It is actually a medium. So, since you love working out so much, there's your inspiration. I Go was fit about into to that say, one, bitch. I was about to say, that is exactly what I'm going to use it for. I want to be in, in that you medium. You fit in that medium, all right? I'm going to. And if you don't, it. I want you to look at it and know I mocked you. <laughs> But I, I'm really glad you like that shirt, especially what you got me, you piece of shit. That piece <laughs> of fucking art you could take home and wipe your ass with. <laughs> no, I, I mean appreciate that. it, gentlemen. These were very good gifts. I'm very happy. We always have a good time here. I love being here, here with you, gentlemen. Man, it's an honor was, to be your friends. That's it's fun. an honor to be here. That's fun. And I want this hanging in ring close Yeah, it has to hang up. It has to. You we put have, it on your side. No, when we get big, we're going to make the wall of With all, all the, shitty the shit stuff that we got each other. I can tell you this. I'm not openly advertising. I have <laughs> Aubrey Edwards merchandise. I don't care. About, I don't did. give one shit about Aubrey Edwards. That, that was tough, you, bro. You, that was tough. You, you don't not, even like her. Why'd you do tough. this to yourself? It was yourself? tough to buy. Uh, it was tough. I who looked. makes the Brett shirt? Tell me so it's not related to Brett, so at least I know someone else is making money off it. It was pro wrestling, dude. Fuck, Brett got a cut. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I was really hoping it was one of those there cheap, was, like, Alibaba sites. There so, was a few Brett shirts, and I looked, and I said, this is it. This one and is I it. Also, this Ring of Hell book is, I, I almost am, like, horrified to read this. So I got this this off of Etsy. 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 And I was going to get a shirt, and I, I don't know. I said, he's got enough shirts, which now you told me. You not, actually, never. And he's never going to wear it. So I said, I'm gonna get a nice, I'm gonna get a printed form, and we're gonna, I'm gonna put it in a nice <laughs> frame. Honestly, it's a and I'm gonna put terrible it thing. I was gonna get him a cameo from Aubrey, but TT beat me to the punch. TT got me that for the birthday. And I knew oh, he was doing brutal. It. You know, brutal. Bret Hart does. You ever watch a Bret Hart cameo? I, you know what? I'm, I, he goes on for five minutes. How much? I, is, how much was, does he charge? It, it, He's like got to be charging. Yeah, but he gives you what? He gives you something. It was hey, close. I heard you, friend. It was close. It was. I looked at it. And I would if you would have came to me and said you want to go halvesies, I would have went halvesies. Ah, fuck. I, it's yeah, all right. We, There'll be other birthdays and celebratory moments. I still have a picture of me met of one young, young. And high I would flyer even, and you know, what we would tell him meeting one Bret Hart. We would tell him, Bret, he's a huge, huge Sean fan. fan. Huge he fan. resents you to this day. He acknowledges that you're a fantastic worker. You have to drop that in. You have yeah. to butter him I up. I love him. <laughs> you <laughs> have to butter him up. He acknowledges that you are one of the best workers. And he would say, and I hear. Even though you hate me, you acknowledge me as one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> he would drop it, right? He couldn't help 100%. himself. You know who made the most money off Cameo as a and wrestler this year? Did you see this? Yeah, no. Foley. Foley cleaned house. He made 500K off I was, fucking Cameo I was also this close. Year. Shout out to Mick. I, was, I, got, I got one from Foley. I couldn't, you're part of the money. I couldn't do it. I was real close for Cassidy. Real close. Yeah, but what would his comedy have been? He just would have looked into the camera, <laughs> did this, and like yeah. hung it up. That would yeah. look like such shit. Yeah, I, I realize if you notice the trend of wrestling, I should have got like, you a cameo from Mike Verna. You've known me a long time. What's the trend of wrestling? I don't. What's the a, a characteristic of wrestlers I don't like? They all have the same characteristic. 
They are profoundly uncool people <laughs> that think they're cool. In, in Triple H's mom, and they wear denim. He wears leather and denim, all right? I, which is even more remarkable. He's a biker, even though he's never right. rode a motorcycle. He's never been on a motorcycle. Well, he was for WrestleMania. He's never been on a... Yeah, that thing he was on, he wasn't even cool enough to ride a... Like, if you come on a Harley, I could have almost been on board, but he came on like Take. a moped. You can't do the bikes tonight. Uh, Profoundly uncool people. Um, it's funny that we talk about uh, Mike. He's brought Mike Verna, our friend TT. He he calls me and he goes, "Yo, I don't know what I bought from Pro Wrestling Tees, but I bought a Mike Verner shirt and a Terry Funk shirt." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What? He just posted them on Instagram. Yeah, if I you know, couldn't man. put more polar opposites in a cart in Pro <laughs> Wrestling Tees, <laughs> he goes, "I don't know how drunk I was, but I bought." <laughs> like, yeah, the, the the Terry Funk. Hey, shout out to fun. anybody that buys our boy Mike Verner shit. Buy more of, of his that. shit. Yeah, he's got a new stable going on. Buy the unit. Yeah, the unit with Papadon. Papadon's in that. So he's not. Too? He's not getting a word in edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jimmy. We love you. Uh, actually, an old uh, member of the SAT recently hit me up on Facebook. So, who knows what happened with him? Who knows what happens with you? You ain't going into wrestling. You can't no. even take a bump. But maybe, maybe he'll come on and shoot the shit one day. Mm. One Joel Maximo. One Joel Maximo. We love Joel Maximo. Taking the yeah. Spanish fly. Yes. Yes. Well, gentlemen. The clock is winding down. Oh, man. It's, it's Christmas, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Cliff. Do we have another bit of clandestine audio footage that was taken? I think this was follow-up from next from last week. So, yes, last week we heard that Macho Man Randy Savage was, was looking for a Santa Claus, someone to play Santa. And, what, his, and what a casting he had. At a Venice beach party that apparently he threw yearly. And man, if I w- if we could just be a fly on the wall during these parties, it would been it would have been amazing. Yeah, and I guess now we kind of get to be because somehow, some way, footage keeps getting released. Who was there with the tape recorder? Doesn't matter to me. Let's press play. Oh, the way they're outside is frightful, gentlemen. The Macho Man wants to thank you very much for joining us for these festivities. It's the holiday season. It's your tide cheer. And I thank you all for coming. Baby, I want to thank you for having us once again at your palatial estate out here in Venice Beach, California. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be here. Merriment and Christmas cheer is all over the place, baby. Brother, I got to say, I feel privileged just to be here with all of you. This is such a great time of year. I can't wait to celebrate. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for allowing me, Vince Russo, here tonight. To sit amongst legends is the greatest... Baby, baby, spare me the bullshit. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Steve, Steve, baby, let's crack open a cold one and let's start. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's an honor to be here tonight at this table to celebrate the birth of the Lamb of God. The Prince of Peace, the Son of God, the Messiah, the King of Kings. Oh, baby, business is picking up right now. Oh, Helmsley Hunter, welcome. Welcome to the party. 
Thanks for inviting me, Macha. I'm here to party, huh? You here to have a good time on Christmas, huh? Here to drink some eggnog, huh? Eat some holiday ham, huh? You're gonna kiss under the mistletoe, Mach, huh? You're gonna stuff some stockings, huh? Baby, 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 you're a little, you're, you're wound a little tight, huh? We're here, we're here for a party. We're here, to, we're here for celebratory reasons, baby. You just gotta take it easy a little bit. But I do want to ask you something. It's been a long time. I never had the chance to ask you. Why? Why what? <laughs> Why'd you allow your wife to fire my ass after we cut a promo with her, baby? All I did was stick my hand in her face. You sent me home. I died, baby. Why did you do it to me? <laughs> Brother, that was cold. How could you do that to the dream? I heard about that. Didn't like it. Well, you have to understand. You can't be disrespecting Stephanie McMahon. Baby, you act like you didn't golden shower, baby McMahon, 20 years ago. You know what you did. You know what you did, macho. Brother, that's scandalous. Brother, the tension is thick. Oh, baby, it looks like we got, we got a knock. Oh, my God, it's Jolly Saint Nick. Thanks for having me. Ho, ho, fuck. Hold the fuck on. What's that Long Island piece of fucking shit doing here, macho? Why'd you invite Vince Russo? Jim, I'm here to bury the hatchet. I'll bury the hatchet, motherfucker. I'll bury it right between your goddamn fucking eyes. How many goddamn careers did you fucking kill? There's three dead people here right fucking now, and you just got here. Fuck you, Vince. Fuck you, Macho, for even fucking allowing it. And by the way, fuck all of you. You, the son-in-law with the big forehead. Fuck you, too. Fuck all of you. I'm out of here. This isn't fucking Merriman's. I'm out. Brother, this wound a little tight. By the way, Steve, I've always respected you. Didn't mean any bad words. You know I like you. Fuck you. Brother. Things really escalated. Dream, much love for you too. Fuck you, Russo. Well, this is not exactly going as planned. Macho, this party is a bag of shit. Terry, by the way, there's a fucking maniac outside. I can't move my fucking car. You better come deal with this fucking <laughs> asshole before I have to. Oh, God! There he is again, motherfucker! Where is my present, Hogan? I thought we were friends! Listen to this fucking maniac! <laughs> Brother, I gotta get out of here. And I need new fucking friends for the holidays. Baby, you know that's true. Well, all right, there you have it. Another another festive and feisty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was something. Wow. Why, why do these guys, why is this arrangement of legends meet up for every house? They have to stop. <laughs> they have to stop. <laughs> Fucking Rory has been chasing Hogan. That's three holidays in a row. I don't know it's, what Hogan did to him. He, it's because he told them he loved them. I wonder if, Je I wonder if Bret Hart's ever going to join one. Of you. How, how do you think Bret Hart is at a party? He's he prob probably stands in the corner drinking by himself, <laughs> like the uncharismatic <laughs> fool that he is. I think he's a good time. I, I would probably him stew. Oh, oh what are they gonna bring in the bear with the honey and lick their toes? <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off with your nonsense. You know who was a party in the nineties? One heartbreak kid. 
I listened back to the Jesse Owens edition of Ring Crew Radio. It was the most preposterous story I've ever heard in wrestling. I don't know if we have any new listeners. Maybe we do. We used to do a segment called uh, Shooting with the the Hitman. Shooting with the Hitman, where all I would do is read from Bret Hart's book. Page to page. No no alliteration, no nothing. I would just read it, and Frank Cliff would shake and gyrate and get throw things. He's shaking right now. He And at one point, he compared himself, did Bret Hart, one Bret Hart, <laughs> to one Jesse Owens. He drew the comparison that his trip and my what he said happened on the bus. The girls flipped the bus over. They threw flowers at me. Some fainted. Like, this is- I was the only heartbreak kid. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, that's like a Drew. You do a Drew McIntyre- uh, Bret Hart, Hart yeah. I beat Randy. How come <laughs> Drew hasn't been in any of these? Oh, thanks for having me, Macho. <laughs> It's a nice party. Timeline doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Drew's gonna have, we're gonna have to get some new ones and then uh Yeah, Drew's gonna have to sit on a round table like fucking Jinder Mahal and uh And Heath Slater. Heath Slater. And, yeah. His boys. Well, I hear for next week, I hear we have a little footage of uh, an intimate moment with Vince McMahon. Yeah, this was I think a WWE Studios production that got cut on the, the floor. Um <laughs> This right. was some type of version of a Christmas Carol, yeah, with one Vince McMahon starring as Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer, Ebenezer, Ebenezer. my God! Fuck all of you! I'm fucking a half. If a your last deep, name I'm is, done. If your last name is Scrooge and your mother names you Ebenezer, she's fucking with you. At that point, I think they were gonna do this at a at a Christmas Raw a few week, a few years ago, but they kind of canned it. So, but WWE released it, so I think we're gonna show it next week. Live yeah. for the class. <laughs> Should be very exciting. Well, folks, it's been shitty Christmas, and boy, has it been shitty. Yeah, it's the worst gifts I've ever gotten in my life. That's I will say, I have to say, the Triple H shirt is legitimately, and I'm not saying it for effect. I'm not saying it to be cute. I'm telling you, it's the worst <laughs> shirt that has ever, ever come off a of press. <laughs> because he really, in his mind, mo- because the thing is, <laughs> We got this crazy guy, and you know the other job I work where I sling beefs, right? You sling beef all day. Bro, yeah. there's a menagerie of crazy people that come through that place on a daily basis. And you know they're crazy because it's Crazy George. Well, Crazy George used to come into Crown Trophy it's and yell at me for not giving him cigarettes. Absolutely. That's a, that's a deranged so you human know, being. Right. But. Did you ever get Sylvia? Let me, yes, Crazy Sylvia, Crazy oh George. Oh, my God. You used to get crazy Sylvia, Linda. too? Bro, we got them all. Holy shit. <laughs> Sylvia used to come we into my store. We got them all. Brennan and Carr. Was the fly was, what light was crazy to crazy fucks? What was crazy Sylvia saying? Did she have a boombox? No, she used to tell you, "Jesus love you, yes. I love you, Jesus Moses Agape." <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Oh my god! But here's that's so the thing: funny. crazy Sylvia, crazy Linda, crazy George. I'm gonna ask you: Did they know they were crazy? Crazy George knew he was crazy. That's he just what didn't I'm care. saying. They knew they were crazy. He didn't crazy care. John. Didn't know he was crazy. That's why he was so dangerous. That's why Triple H is so dangerous. He doesn't know he's uncool. He and just he's, thinks he is. He's still under a delusion. He still hasn't figured it out, what every other wrestling fan in their right mind has figured out. So that's that's why. Like, Bret Hart knows deep down he wasn't cool. He knows he was a great worker. Uh, he's not did under- you ever see what you fucking read back on his book? I think he does think he was I, cool. I, I think in his mind he was a sex symbol. I think he got... <laughs> Which might be delusional. Look, I don't want to talk bad on a guy that got hurt, but I think he got kicked so hard in his head that he literally forgot what he was. Oh, God. I'll tell you one thing before we close this thing out. I saw on Reddit, I swear to God, they did a... Whatever documentary Brett did after wrestling with Shadows, which was the one where they had the 
footage of Montreal. It should have been him as a They were in genie. his kitchen, and it was all of his action figures oh, lined God. up on his shelf. And there was an action figure of Vince McMahon hanging from a rope. He hung the Vince McMahon action figure wow. in the effigy. Yeah. Is it the rain? When was, was this? I, I'll, I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up because oh, and I'll show you it off the air. But Wow. Yeah, he was mad. He's so weird, though, because like now when he does interviews, he has the WC title behind him. Yeah. Like, he wanted after you. Like, are you serious? I thought you hate the place. Wouldn't the winged eagle be his belt of choice? Who knows with him? He's who, so who, deranged. Who knows? He's Why are wrestlers from the 90s so look, fucked up in the head? I know recently Bret Hart has become your... Uh, tri- Bret Hart has become for you what Triple H has been for me. He's been the source of a lot of your rage. It's not that, though, because I think Bret Hart was good. That's okay. That's Arguably all I wanted great. to hear. That he, yes. There you go. Totally reasonable. If Bret Hart like, never said another word after like 1998, <laughs> you understand. There's a if picture. If he never did a shoot interview. If, the, if there was a picture, I could find it, of the high flyer, six years old, Bret Hart's lap. We were boys. What we met him you? at Lundy Brothers. What did he get you for Christmas? When fucking Santa... Before all these priests started doing some shit, and you know, you were okay to sit on a wrestler's lap. I don't fucking know. Don't ask me about it. Ask my parents. Anyway, <laughs> I have one picture with him. I got the sunglasses. I used to have it all. I loved Bret Hart. And then you watched his shoot interviews. After about, I think it was 2004 is when I had enough. Because I remember seeing that. Uh, I remember that's around the time they made a Shawn Michaels DVD, and I went back and watched like. Michael's 90, uh, 96, I'm going to say. Is that when he first won the strap? 96? Yeah. So it's a year after Diesel. I sat there and said, this motherfucker, Bret Hart, talks so much shit about this guy. I don't know. And then there was another video where he would, it, they had the awkward one where those two were sitting in the same room. PJ, you loved that one. That was the, the rivalry DVD or whatever. Yeah. Bret Hart's just a fucking psycho. Bret Hart remembers every slight, every negative word. Every nasty you couldn't tell a joke to this guy. Hey, Brett, your hair's looking extra greasy tonight. Hey, you said my hair was greasy, so I took it personal. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like, hey, this guy just has a deranged problem with negativity. He cannot handle any negativity. He just <sighs> breaks. Bischoff hates him. Bischoff's ghost. And then ghost he ghost. hates Bischoff. I know. They're on the same level with each other. At least well, that makes sense. You don't know if he hates Bischoff or not, because after Owen died, he spoke about how much he loved Bischoff and how kind they were to him. And then he turns on a dime. Don't make Brett mad. He'll fucking he'll come after you. It's crazy, man. I like Absolutely Brett. crazy. Brett is an exceptional. AEW is like a fucking tribute to Bret Hart every week because they all want to fucking. It, that's the type of fan. Like I'm sure there was a deranged fan in the '90s who listened to Dave Meltzer and used to tell people, "You understand." Uh, despite the fact that no one's cheering for Bret Hart over <laughs> some of these big baby faces, he's the best worker in the business. He's the best guy in the business. And this there's same some smart truth, mark there's asshole. Some truth, there's some truth to what you're saying. 100%. Yes. And now these are the same fans that now want to try to tell me that Kenny Omega is better than guys that main evented WrestleManias. But, it's, it's preposterous. But it has to be said, Bret Hart was good, possibly great. One of the goats of in-ring work. Right. There I, you go. Just I, the okay. way he took the buckle, the way he bumped. Oh, don't start with that buckle the shit. The buckle um, no, annoys the fuck what, out of It me. can annoy you all you want. It's the the buck- o- no, he's the, the only one who made getting thrown into the turnbuckle look like it was Hold on a second. remotely possible. That's not why he did it. You know sure. why he did it. Because it, <laughs> it was different. Because <laughs> he wanted to be different than everyone. Oh, everyone else goes ass first. I'm going to go chess first. Okay, well. It's well, yeah. Yes. Notice you don't say nothing about Shawn Michaels. And how he took the fucking turnbuckle Yeah, it broke his fucking back. I don't want to hear a thing. He made I, it look like a small guy getting a, thrown across the fucking ring. Remember how he took it against Hogan? 
That should have never happened. <laughs> I, you know what? You know who you can blame? They wanted Hogan to look big. He made him look big. Fuck them. They deserve every bit of that for fucking jobbing I, I, Shawn Michaels out. I, I've listened to Hogan's opinions on that. Oh, match brother. We were spo- uh, can you <laughs> no, go to the brother. cage? What did he say? You know, brother, I've seen Shawn work. He does that, you know, that jumble to the turnbuckle. He goes, okay, fine. <laughs> 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 he says so dismissively. Well, brother, I've seen him do that before with people other than me. I don't think it was personal. I would have jobbed to Sean immediately. <laughs> like, stop. You weren't doing that job. You know what fucking happened? The story is the story. Everyone knows the Tree story. Tree trunk. They one, wanted, two, three. They wanted to get three out of it. And they said, all right, Hulk, here's what we're thinking. You win the first. Sean wins the second. You win the third. Hey, brother, I love it. But I just got one minor change. I win the first, right? Then I win the second. <laughs> and then I win the third. <laughs> he wanted that to go three and idea. oh. He wanted to go three and oh. He can't help it. Sean said. And Sean <laughs> said, all right, you want to you wanna play ball? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go out there and fucking embarrass you. And you won't even know that you're embarrassed. <laughs> he didn't find out until three years later when he did a shoot interview. He had no idea. Well, I don't know why they didn't call me back. The next thing you know, I was feuding with Orton. Uh, yeah, he beat Orton, He too. banged my daughter. God, do you remember how, how So Sean- did Bully Ray. How Sean took the boot. Do you remember how yes, he took the he boot? Got up. He went down. He got up. He sprang back up, yep. ran around the ring. <laughs> <laughs> remember when he got... Even Jim Ross had to say on commentary, was like, oh, I guess Sean Michaels had a lot of caffeine before his matches. And we, might have to, we might have to watch that match. Oh, we back. definitely have to. Outside of the ring, Sean takes a bump where he literally does three in cartwheels. F- in fact, I think, I think we have footage of that match. With Hulk Hogan doing commentary for it. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Brother, see, this is where you didn't want to do the job. <laughs> Brother, this is what I told Sean. we got to slow this down. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be horrendous. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we might have, I think me and you might have, have to sit down with Hogan and watch this match back. And dear God. I, I remember. <laughs> I think, I think that can be arranged. Oh we got to get Hogan in the studio. I think that's easy. The brother, you got to watch close. <laughs> Look at the look at the fans. This is when I noticed they were just cheering for me. I wonder how the Rock got one over on him. The Rock oh, said the rock. no fucking way. <laughs> the Rock he probably them. I would imagine Hogan's that type of motherfucker where the finish was set three weeks in advance. Everyone knew what was happening. And then the fucking six o'clock at night, WrestleMania, Vince is running around frantically doing uh. shit. Brother, I just need to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> Like, I, I understand you want to get this guy over, but Hogan. I think this is my night, and the <laughs> next night will be his night. I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> night know, on Raw. One, two, three. He's such a bullshitter, but when he says, and I've heard him say it about that rock match, he says, brother, I knew that was going to happen. He said, I knew that Mo- that Toronto was going to turn on the rock. I think he probably did. Well, he thinks every crowd's uh, going to turn we, for him. Well, Let's be fair. Well, let me ask you this, gentlemen. We, we have some fun at the expense of Terry Bollea here on the program. Have we ever said he's not smart? No. Have we ever said he doesn't know what he's doing? No. No. You know? Knows how to work. That's all he knows how to do. He's a worker. Life is a work. And and he's on. Brother, wrestling's real. Life is the work. (laughs) That, that, you know. 100%. (sighs) But all right, I think we've exhausted the the sentimentalities of the audience here tonight, folks. Jeez. What a and Christmas. I want to say, from me to you, the Ring Crew faithful who listen week after week, we know you're there. We have proof that you exist. We know you're listening. <laughs> we know each and every one of you and your fucking addresses. We, <laughs> we appreciate your continued support. All we try to do here on the program is entertain and have some fun. 
at a fucking business that at the moment needs a good kick in the pants. So enjoy your holiday, whatever it might be. We're going to speak to you before the end of the new year. So we can't say, Francis, see you next year. We cannot. Thank God. Don't be that fucking dad Oh, I said it all day. See you next year. And follow us at Rinker Radio to see the shitty Christmas gifts. You'll get a post from A, at Nikki Kayfabes. B, at PJ Stackpole, RCR, Stack RCR. We still have that debate. Or with me, at High Flyer, RCR. I don't know why I went in letters. I'm fucked up. We need to go out and get fucking schmangled, boys. Let's go have a fucking Christmas Eve. Have a holly and a jolly. We'll see you next week. Bro.